Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hello, welcome to episode 210 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode drops on March 30th, 2016, and I'm Dan Gorman, and I'm sorry, Miss Jackson, who I am for eels, never meant to make a daughter cry. I am several fish and not a guy. <laughs> All right, we'll come back to that. Uh, my name is Casey Lyons, and uh, when it comes to comedy, I'm kind of like Eddie Murphy Raw and, um, well, se- several others. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Greg Legro, and here's a funky introduction to non- how nice I am. Tell your mother, tell your father, send a telegram. Yeah. Um, I bust a nut inside your eye to show, show you where, where I, I came, came from. from. Mm-hmm. We've got tons of stuff to talk about this week. Uh, two of us saw Batman v Superman. And one of us saw Superman sing. Yeah. We will talk about all those things. Mm-hmm. Talk about a Punishment album. Uh, we will do some movie news, what we've been watching. Uh, yep. But first, if you'd like to email us, please do so at info at modernsuperior.com. Rate and review us on iTunes. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, modernsuperior.com is where you can find all of our stuff. And please go to youtube.com slash uh, modern superior or mm-hmm. visit us on facebook and twitter at synwpc uh, i did want to mention we got some itunes reviews mm-hmm. we did um, yeah. posted, sorry yeah. before you do though where did your little song come okay from? <laughs> well it's a tweet that i i read and and thought was amazing that is <laughs> that is phenomenal who's who's tweet i can't it? remember but i'll figure it out and put it somewhere because uh-huh. I, I retweeted it at yckmd underscore so if you go through my feed you'll find it eventually but yeah. i saw that tweet and just laughed for like an hour that's <laughs> that is absolutely beautiful yeah uh-huh. really good <laughs> Um, I'm going to scroll back uh, and find these reviews. Yeah. Um, okay, here we go. I, we, I know one of them was from Matt Bain, yeah, friend of the right. show, long-time yeah. friend of the show. That's right. Br- uh, Time Bandit's uh, guest yeah. and brilliant uh, artist. Yes. Yeah, brilliant. So, He's one of the, like, his art is, it, like, one of the, the marks of success for me is that I'll know I'm successful when I have one of his pictures hanging on yeah. my wall. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, his art's amazing. It's so amazing. Uh, he said that we... 
that we have uh, tasteful yet elegant dick jokes. That's right. So thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. Tasty, tasty dick jokes. Mark Zoe, he said we're consistently funny and has uh-huh. been listening for a long time and is always excited when we get a new uh, episode. That was super nice to hear. Mm-hmm. And JJ Nadel said we are freaking hilarious and uh, he loves the TV review segment at the end uh, and he always gets a good laugh out of it. Um, so thank you guys for your reviews. All um, accurate. Yeah, and John Those Young uh, commented on our previous episode about having tried to get back into the pretenders after we talked about it. Yeah. And he wasn't a fan. Off Kilder Beats, still yeah. not working for him. Yeah, but thank you for trying. Yeah, if you don't like if you don't like slightly weird timing, you're not going to like that band. Yeah, no. but uh, we appreciate every message. It makes us feel great, and yeah. it makes, uh, makes us uh, really happy to and know you guys are listening. And it's super cool when people check out the Punishment album. Yeah. It's awesome. Totally. It's so good. Yeah. Listen along yeah, with nice. us. Yeah, yeah. Either learn that, no, I don't like this, or maybe yeah. you'll get a new band out of it. Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe it'll bring you some kind of, uh, I don't know, higher love. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So what do you guys want to talk about in our in our discussions this mm-hmm. week, in well, our uh, tidbits? Uh, Bitty Bitty Tidbit Committee? In we, that? we normally start out uh, when there's devastating news. Yes, uh-huh. yeah. we start out with the devastating Let's news. Just get all that out of yeah, the way. Yeah, totally. Uh, so as as was alluded to by Greg, yeah, uh, we lost a, a hip hop legend mm-hmm. um, this week. Yeah, yeah. Five uh, dog five from dog. Tribe Called Quest, the totally. funky diabetic. Yeah, yeah. 45. Did not. Yeah, forty five years old. Although he's had, you know, he called himself the Funky Diabetic, yeah. and he has had he's had yeah. a uh, kidney transplant. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's yeah, had he's his type one diabetic, you know, his whole life. Uh, yeah, what a just what a tragic bummer that there is. Was totally. a, oh there God. was totally. a there uh, was I was really bummed. Yeah, man. Yeah, there was a post by uh, by a friend of the network. Uh, Digny Dorfman. Yes. Um, talking about because he's type one diabetic as well. Yeah, that's right. Talking about how when he found out that he had diabetes and it being a lifelong affliction. Yeah. Uh, you know they they give you a little pamphlet of of well here's some celebrities you might yeah. know of mm-hmm. who uh, uh, who also have di- like who are living with diabetes and doing yeah. just fine. You know and but he never took any solace uh, from it until he found out that Five Dog, yeah. one of arguably hip hop's coolest fucking dudes, coolest. Um, yeah. Uh, was diabetic as well, and and it gave him a lot of solace, much like it did for me being a short man, because <laughs> he was one of the fucking, the five foot assassin. He's the yeah. five foot assassin. He's <laughs> just invaded fucking... your area. Yeah, <laughs> and he invaded my area, the area of my heart. Yeah, yeah. I've been. And... I just could not stop listening to uh, Tribe it, all I, week. I, I listened to like every album yeah. straight through multiple times all day. Fuck man! I put so the good. first one on, like I was like, "Oh fuck, man!" And I, I started on my way to work, and I threw in some tribe, and I couldn't do it right away. Yeah, like, I can't. Uh, I have so many. Just uh, I have a million amazing memories to go with a tribe called Quest yeah. music. And actually, front of the show, uh, Digny Dorfman was the guy who got me into tribe back when we were uh, dumb teenagers. And it just, I, it's been a part of my life ever since. There's never been like big long stretches of not listening to tribe. You know? Yeah. And yeah. Never, you know. Um, and Fife is such a huge part of that. I mean, Q-Tip was always kind of the uh, the focal point as far as the guy that people know by name anyway, or yeah. a little bit more of the face, I guess, and of, his, tri- of his Tribe. his solo, I guess, attempts yeah. went, went more, more mainstream. Right, right. With um, uh, Amplified. Like, but and, it's yeah. just, it can't, thing was a yeah. Thing. yeah, yeah, it can't exist without Fife. No. You know, and it's, and it's not as much of a... Uh, shared. Uh, it's a more shared load than, say, Public Enemy with... You know, he's not a hype man. Like yeah. 50% no, no, of what a, makes Tribe Tribe is fight. Yeah. yeah. You know? Because he was the, 
angrier side or the yeah. crankier side at least of, well, it's, uh, <laughs> of tribe like a great like uh, electric relaxation yeah is a fucking fantastic tribe song a classic off midnight marauders and it starts so it's like a sweet beat it's kind of sexy and tip comes in and he's like he wants he's gonna take you out and everything's gonna be great yeah. and then fife drops in with i like him brown and yellow puerto rican and haitian he just comes in just like i'm gonna fuck everybody i will fuck anybody <laughs> he's so like it's just a shit disturber he would yeah. either have the most philosophical thing to say or the most hilarious thing yeah. to say yeah uh, and it, that's it, a really clever line. A busted nut inside your eye to, to show, show you, you where, where I come, come from. from. Oh man, that's good. That's uh, it's <laughs> gross because <laughs> he is going to ejaculate in inside eye. of your eye. Well, <laughs> man. It's yeah. so clever. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, if you're going to start off a song like Scenario, you got to head it out of the park on the fucking opening track, the yeah. opening guy. And he's the first one to go. Yeah. And he sets the bar. And it's probably. I mean, Busta Rhymes at the time when that song dropped, that's the one that everyone yeah. went, whoa, because no one's ever rapped like that before. Yeah. But when you look at that song, you know, 25 years later now, like, Fife's verse, is the, that's the verse. Yeah. yeah. It's just devastating. There's something so beautiful about the uh, the cadence of, run for the boat or go get the taco. Yeah. <laughs> that it's always really struck me. It's yeah. just there's something like the, the beauty of the way those words go together yeah. and that they involve Taco Bell. Yeah, fuck yeah. He's yeah, just man. the best. I can go listen to, like, tracks that are a little more led by him, like yeah. Bugging Out or something like that. Yeah. It's just, oh, man. Yeah, going back to all the albums and listening to it with the news and, and really, like, paying attention to everything he said and everything everything that he was saying and how he said it on all those songs was really yeah. was really um yeah. rewarding just not not like it like it was super sad but it was also just yeah man because i was so into q-tip when i first got into tribe yeah, yeah. and and then lay in my later years kind of was like no wait like fife is fucking brilliant oh man. yeah and maybe even more so maybe well, q-tip <laughs> is the most accessibly cool yeah, yeah. human being. Yeah. And I came to I came to try by way of uh of uh, ill communication. Yeah. Uh, actually yeah, technically together, me yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. Um I came to most rap by way of uh either <laughs> ill communication or check your head. <laughs> oh, well that's how white people do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man, yeah, yeah it's a, a huge and loss. Hey, uh, so we're all dealing with the loss of, uh, of, of a Five big dog, yeah. and that that was uh, just terrible. But yeah. good Working thing there it. wasn't anyone, uh, any other major the, crushing. Like the death. next day, wasn't it? It, it was, was like two, two, days, two days, yeah, two days, two days after. Fuck. This Shandling. really hit me. Gary yeah. Shandling oh, died man. totally, and I just heard him on so on. You made it weird. Like, you made it like weird. in December or January, and he's he's not being his fucking brilliantly hilarious self he is but i mean it mm -hmm. being it being pete holmes i think he probably did the show because he just wanted to talk yeah. about stuff yeah and he's speaking very eloquently i mean he d did have some very buddhist sort of uh leanings. yeah uh you know he was very um he was always into that right and yeah, I, f absolutely. I feel like all the people that i've seen come out about it was saying like you know you know, he like was not only like a mentor, but you know, like led me on these mm -hmm. like journeys and really like helped me discover you know all these parts and and figure out all these things about myself. So, which is so funny because when you think of Gary Shandling, you just think of this like grumpy asshole. Yeah. Like, I mean, because I mean, I think a lot of people think of Larry Sanders, yeah. which of course you should yeah. because it's one of the most important Brilliant things of, comedic oh, shows yeah, of all yeah. time. So great, yeah. I think 
I think Mark Marin and his, and his like reposting said like everything you like on television right now leads back to ba- basically leads back to Larry Sanders. Yeah, that's like a, every single that's camera a very true statement. It's a hundred percent true. Mm-hmm. Every single camera show, like Arrested Development, or yep. all the shows with that kind of handheld behind the scenes look, or yep. even like something like Modern Family, which probably leads back to something like Office, which leads back to Arrested Development, which right. leads back to yeah. Larry Sanders. Like Absolutely. all those shows. Oh, a debt to that like explosion of brilliance, and I and got you into could it let late. A joke, but... You could just let a joke be a joke, yeah, and not go look. There's a joke right here, and yeah. let here's all these, a setup, yeah. and here's a joke. It was just a joke would go by and be like, oh shit, that was yeah. a brilliant joke. <laughs> yeah, like it was all character based, but and it was all super hilarious. But you're right, it wasn't sitcom. It was it was all from these amazing characters yeah. yeah and so many levels of comedy came out of larry sanders because it's not just like there's a lot of setup and punchline yeah delivered jokes but a lot of it just out of reality and conversation yeah, yeah. And yeah. just being a naturally funny guy and like just having great great setups for you know a little bit of life to exist yeah. or something jamie do uh when i, I posted how how soul crushing it was though that gary shandling was dead posted on my comment uh, one of his sets from uh, Comic Relief. Uh, Did you guys ever watch Comic Relief when oh, you were kids? Absolutely, no, not really. We, no. we used to like our family. We used to have you know you know rent a VHS because yeah. I'm an yeah. I used to see them fellow. at the rental store. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, and we used to as soon as they'd come out, my family we would we we would rent those, and that'd be like our Saturday night thing. Mm. Um, and I remember this set, and it's genius, and, and and it's his thing. It's like it's such a very late '80s set. You yeah. know, like it's very much that late '80s comedy, but at no, at, it's not obvious, and it's not like okay, I see what you're doing, I see what your shoulder pads are doing. Uh, it's <laughs> yeah, it's just it's cutting edge comedy couched in that kind of '80s feel, and it's beautiful. It is a fucking beautiful set, mm-hmm. and uh, and I can't believe the. Uh, the, the, actually, his death got got me onto a new show, which I'll talk about in bits. But uh, uh, okay, I don't know, man. What a yeah, fucking really what a nightmare! Yeah. What a nightmare yeah. that he's dead. Yeah. yeah, crazy. If you haven't seen Larry Sanders, you and you have any interest in comedy, which I assume you do because you're listening to us, like or yeah. pop culture or whatever. You, and his, you need uh, to see it. His first show too, the Gary Shandling I've show. I've always that, wanted that to see it. It's Gary crazy. Shandling's show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Showtime, I think it was on. Yeah, was it? I thought I saw it on like a network television and some Fox or some shit, right? It was no, it wasn't no? network. I think it was. Uh, it, it went into syndication. I oh, think. Okay. Although I can't. I did I, watch I, I when I was a kid, and I was like, "What episodes, the fuck so. is going on here?" <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> he re- he it just he just was immediately trying to tear apart the sitcom idea and how you do television, yeah. mm-hmm. breaking the fourth wall, but in a really weird way, like to the point of like the camera guy is over here and like pulling back from the set, walking through, you know, it just like really just took all of the idea and reality of sitcom and this like this tiny stupid box it lived in and yeah. just tore it apart. The show didn't always work. Yeah. No, I mean, but, I think conceptually okay. it's kind of like uh, Louis' show, yeah. Louis' first sitcom, yeah, uh, yeah. Lucky Louis. Lucky Louis. Yeah. Um, it, it conceptually was fucking dead on it's mm. just the execution was like <sighs> not there yet I, I don't know if this i don't know if this would ever actually work like it, it works as some, like a sketch sort of thing like i'm yeah. like put this on television and look at it happen and that's like really fucking great but i don't know that it has longevity it's like that's my bush sure did you guys see yeah, did you guys yeah, ever yeah. watch any For of sure. that's yeah. my bush same thing it's like it's like oh conceptually this is fucking great yeah but i don't know if it has longevity because once you know that it, this performance art aspect yeah. is released then it's like okay well we get that there yeah. was another show like that that was a like 
uh, plutonic family sitcom that took place after a like apocalypse and they were all like oh. radiated like and melting and then they had a couple yeah. episodes or something and then they were like this is a little <laughs> yeah. nowhere to go yeah what? yeah, yeah that was a fox show a radioactive fox corner. Show, yeah. yeah what the fuck was that called i can't remember and there was, was like, another the yeah something meet, or it, there was a british the, one too that was like hail it was like a hitler show and it was like hitler as a family thing and like wow that's a really subversive thing for an episode <laughs> or a sketch and then yeah, exactly. how long <laughs> does this work for? which is basically what that's my bush is yeah um. Yeah, but anyway, every Gary fucking Shandling, show owes to Gary Shandling. Yep. He's a fucking. Yeah. He was a genius. Mm-hmm. Can't believe he's gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, super sad. Watch all. Go watch his stand up on YouTube. Go watch Larry Sanders. Yes. Yeah. I. I. When I first got into Larry Sanders, I just could not stop watching. It. No, it's, and you'll it, do it's the same thing. Mind blowing. Yeah. yeah. You'll and, just go. And, and again, think about the fucking um, Judd Apatow. There'd be no Judd Apatow really without. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. he he was a, he worked on that show. Was he a writer and a producer, or I but, think he was just he, a writer. That was one of the things he was doing. He was doing movies and stuff too. But that was yeah. another thing that he touched on his way yeah. to where he is now. Yeah, he's he's had a really interesting upbringing with comedy. It's yeah. it's weird what he's done now. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, uh, think about the performances that that show has given us. Like Jeffrey Tambor on that show. That yeah. Like, have you? Can you imagine anyone else doing something like that? Mm-hmm. No. no. And not only him. Hey like, now. I mean, hey now. It's, it's such a layered and brilliant yeah. character. Oh, Same with the, the episode where he, uh, where Hank finally gets to host the show. Yeah, yeah. And the first night he does really well because yeah. he's very self-effacing and he's very nervous. And the second night he's a little too comfortable and he starts yeah. to be Hank. <laughs> and already at the end he's like, you know, uh, uh, people liked you the first night because you were nervous and you were sweet, and then you became yourself, and everybody hates you. <laughs> uh, um it's it's brilliant like he yeah. he he's playing all of these levels like he he says at one point he's like i'm sick don't you understand that's it's the performer's mind i'm sick i'm a sick person <laughs> uh and, and it's and it's real and it's scary yeah, yeah. uh and, and and fucking nobody could have done that as brilliantly as, yeah. as jeffrey tambor and no. again and then and then you know rip torn Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Uh, as so already, good. it's, it's yep. fucking. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to go on too no, long no. about it. Watch it because I could. I could go yeah. on for another two hours totally. about yeah. it. Definitely check it out yeah. if you haven't. You need to yeah. stop the podcast and go watch it. Yeah, yeah. And um, then turn the podcast back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> what have you guys? Uh, do you want to talk about anything? I didn't write down any news this week. I've been trying to keep my Nor eye. Did but I. I didn't, I I didn't really. Just, nothing caught my fucking eye. Most of the news. Yeah, was it? Um, I did okay. So I want to. I'm gonna start with something that I watched uh-huh. really quickly. Uh-huh. Um, I watched a documentary this week. Um, I have this big list of documentaries on YouTube that uh-huh. I pick at, and I uh, I found a documentary by the NFB, a Canadian documentary, mm-hmm. uh, National Film Board, called "The Devil at Your Heels." Mm-hmm. Um, I had no idea what it was, and I put it on, and for an hour and forty five minutes, I was just mouth agape, jaw dropped stunned and engrossed by this movie which is about this guy named ken carter who's like a stuntman uh canadian stuntman they called him like the madman from montreal or something along those lines mm-hmm. i should have uh, had his wikipedia up. but anyway he basically does he he jumps cars for a living he goes around jumping buses and stuff in his little car and like just gets the shit beat out of him he like, breaks his leg like eight times doing this shit <laughs> he's like 35 and he decides he's gonna jump this mile long river 
with a super rocket-powered car that he's going to build and a huge jump that's like the biggest fucking jump you've ever seen in your entire life. And then the documentary just chronicles him trying to do this for five years. Oh, my God. Five years of, like, building this car, testing it, (laughs) making sure it works, building this ramp, and then it rains, and the ramp's all fucked up, and it's too bumpy, and, like, they're testing it out. And it just chronicles this man's, like, sad, obsessed life with this like He's jumping across masculine like <laughs> yeah, jump that he wow. wants to do because at the end of it <laughs> really what do you have uh, yeah. a couple of people go whoa uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And where it goes uh, yeah. it, like without spoiling too much but like it becomes this thing where like hollywood producers are involved and he can't do it in front of a crowd and that's like the whole point for what? him and they they're, they're why gonna, can't he do, like he won't like, because the, no the hollywood producers <laughs> it'll take the art out of the, it man the people that are like co-funding it won't let him because what? they've put this money in they're going to film it and like they oh, need to be right. able to control it yeah. so it becomes this big thing and then this other guy like might do the jump because this because it's taken so long and the producers get nancy like they might pull out funding and and like they, they keep trying to do it and everything goes wrong and it's just it's fucking amazing it's one of the best documentaries i've ever seen in my entire life and i want everyone that thinks that's that interesting at all because i was watching it and emma was like zero percent interested in this movie <laughs> and and was just like this is i don't care about this and i was like Shh, this is engrossing like i need to see what happens because the whole movie is when are they gonna jump i have to see this jump yeah because if you look at if you google the image of this fucking jump you're like there's no way this is stupid <laughs> like you're gonna go into the air and you're gonna blow up and die <laughs> there's no way and so you, rocket powered yeah. car that seems like a yeah big and he like builds a flag. fake rocket powered car to drive around or get investors and shit they're like this is what it'll look like look at the rocket and yeah it's just you have to see this movie if you're interested in these kinds of uh crazy insane documentaries it's for yeah. free on youtube the nfb oh, channel sweet. has it up there great it's amazing it, it has that. great music um, insane characters it's hilarious it's sad yeah. it's is it a, human is the music a lot of luba no, Luba? the music is a lot Mitsu? of like. Is there any Mitsu? No, mm. the the music is a lot of like early '80s, late '70s, kind of like like funk and and jammy kind of stuff. It's right. it's good. Uh, All right. Definitely, the devil at your heels. You need to see this movie. Yeah, fucking yeah. A. Well, you know, I might actually watch that because last week you recommended a documentary, yeah. and uh-huh. I went home and watched it. I and also watched it. Had my shit all fucking blown right <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah. Uh, Finders Keepers? Watched uh, Finders Keepers. That's yeah. where my, my quote this week was from. Yeah. Um, wow. I thought it was familiar. <laughs> what a fucking well-constructed movie. Yeah. Just as a movie. Yeah. Like, this, it's a documentary that wins on every fucking level. Yeah. Because it is. It's it's a fucking engrossing... Well, when I tried to tell the story and you guys were like, how did the leg do this and that? And I was like, just watch it. Because <laughs> the way they sketch it, it's like a little leg. And they're like, and then it's in a tree. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was... <laughs> Maya was listening to the episode and she was laughing because I was laughing when you were talking about how uh, how he wanted the leg back because of the the relationship with his father in a in a plane crash and I'm like well when you say it like that I sound like a real piece of shit (laughs) but it's but then you watch it you're like yeah this guy needs his leg man yeah yeah absolutely this guy needs something to hold on to yeah and it's just so bizarre that it's his own leg so that he can someone won't give it to him won't give him his leg because he he wants to be famous yeah Yeah. oh god but I love but that's the Fucking... like it's this perfect little like 
like like the way I mentioned uh, King of Kong is so perfect that it yeah, has no. this guy and this, his like arch enemy and totally. these two this people perfect just screen real villain. life good and evil. But they also they also go, um, but this but this guy is so human. Yeah, like yeah. like this is what he wants because that's all, yeah. this is what he's been trying to do since yeah. he was a yeah. kid. Yeah. And it, and that has kind of something to do with his father because his father always wanted to be funny and yeah. laughing, yeah, and yeah. never paid any and, yeah. attention to him. So yeah. he's like, maybe, yeah, maybe if I got a foot. <laughs> <laughs> and I just love like the, the confrontations, yeah, the yeah, and I love the confrontations so, and shit. Oh yeah, they're great. But he's so the villain of this film is so sure of his ways yeah and i love the most of the interviews he is literally literally leaned back and talking down his nose to the camera yeah it's like oh man it was so great it's like anybody who's met me will tell you that i'm about the most brilliant businessman they've never seen maybe in history yeah <laughs> and, and, and i i don't disagree no because he is like he he's just has that mind where there's like no shame whatsoever no. if he finds a foot in a barbecue yes he'll turn it into something yeah. he will make because look at that because he found a foot in a barbecue yeah. yeah, and we just watched a movie about it. Yeah. Absolutely, <laughs> and the, but the thing is too, there's there's moments of self awareness with him that yeah. were captivating yeah. when he's on that reality show yeah. and he's oh, in the middle yeah. of it and he realizes this shit. These just... people are making fun of me. Yeah. yeah, and and he is fucking angry and hurt yeah. and doesn't yeah. know how to deal with it. No. It's captivating totally. and beautiful. What a movie. Oh my god! And the guy and and the guy whose foot it is, John, uh, whatever his name yeah. is, John No Foot, uh, his mom. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus Christ! Jeez. What the fuck is wrong with that woman? <laughs> well, I like my son. I wouldn't say I love him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god! I was gonna have a funeral for my uh, husband, but they're so expensive. <laughs> yeah, it's a heartless lady. Yeah, totally. Oh my god! What Ooh. a fucking hag! Yeah. Jesus, what a like run, don't walk, and see yeah, that movie. Yeah, yeah. At, that one's on Netflix. You can just yeah. I when she said that the uh, I like my son, I just don't love him thing. I was like, she must have made a mistake and said that backwards. She meant that, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. And then more like, interviews came with her. And I'm like, oh man, she meant <laughs> that, <laughs> and she would say it again. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but there's yeah. something so beautiful to. Oh, I don't know. I don't want to like ruin every moment, but yeah, yeah. there's something so beautiful when later she's going to meet with her son. Mm-hmm. And she seems so hard to be, or she seems to be trying to hide it so, uh, like, so hard, but she seems to really be excited about seeing him. Yeah. She's waiting out on the Fine, porch. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, where is he, right? Yeah. Yeah. What a fucking beautiful film. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. It's something else. I've never seen anything quite like it. Yeah. yeah. You definitely need to watch that. Netflix it. <clears throat> yeah. 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 What else? What? You were watching something when I got here. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> something that I also watched this that, week. Yes. Um, a little nugget, a little gem from oh. 1990. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Lou, Lou Diamond Phillips' vehicle. Yeah. Uh, the first power. Totally. The which first power. I saw in theaters with my mom. There you go. Uh-huh. Take a drink. Long time. See you next Wednesday, listeners. <laughs> uh-huh. um, and I watched this movie just because I saw it like a... Like, Back in the day, I would just type in a year and then the word trailer on YouTube and yeah, then watch yeah, yeah. every trailer. Yeah, sure. So I did 1990, and I found the first power, and it's just this supernatural thriller. Yeah. Like, and, and the trailer just makes it look like it's going to be awesome action and cool sure. shit the whole time. I remember liking yeah. it when I saw it in theaters. And I think I, I, think I watched the beginning of this like, like a few re- months yeah. ago. Okay. Like, I fell asleep after 10 minutes. Yeah. 
but going like, yeah, yeah. first power. But I just, I've, mm. it's been one of those movies in my mind, and then I saw that it was on YouTube, and I went, oh, all right, now's my chance yeah. to watch the first power. Yeah. And it's so stupid. Yeah. But it's so entertaining. Oh, it's great. It's great. It's, it's <laughs> a movie that I always wanted to see, but I've never actually seen yeah. it. Yeah. And then you started talking about it, and then your overall assessment of it was like, oh, my God, I have to see it. Well, the movie. movie is about like a... A, a murderer mm-hmm. who, it's like it starts out almost like Wes Craven's Shocker yeah or the horror show because well, he's a serial killer and, yeah. and Lou Diamond Phillips is a cop who's like super fucking good at catching serial yeah. killers and killing them yeah so he um, catches them yeah and then this woman on like a phone there's like an ominous woman who phones yeah. him up and he's and tells him where tips, to find him tips and stuff you know and then she's like don't let them kill him don't yeah. let them give him he's like this is how you get him but don't you don't, don't you dare kill him don't you give him the death penalty and he's like fuck Whatever, you lady. That's and my jam. He, yeah, he gives yeah. him death penalty, but then that turns him into like a guy that can hop in anyone's body and yeah. and and possess them and murder more. Yeah, <laughs> and then and then he does that a bunch, a bunch. And then while also, he's, <laughs> while whenever he possesses yeah. someone, he kicks Lou Diamond Phillips in, in the, the balls. nuts <laughs> like six times. Like that's like what, immediately. Like, like that's, that's what he, he has he's to like. Do? I just want to come back from the dead just to kick this guy in the balls over and over again. That's all I'm here for. To be fair, if I possessed anybody, the first thing I would want to do is kick Lou Diamond Phillips in the balls. Yeah. He's like, For I'll sure. do it as a nun. I'll do yeah, it yeah. as a bag lady. I'll do it as this. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then there's another scene where he's like his supernatural self, and he's chasing Lou Diamond Phillips around in a building, like yeah. a, an apartment oh, building, and he jumps up, rips down a ceiling fan, like, like a, electronics a, like a and all. crappy old, uh, you know, shitty motel ceiling fan. Yeah, like plastic looking yeah, yeah. shit. And then he like points at him and revs it up, and, and it, it starts goes, spinning what? real fast. <laughs> he's like, nye, 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 nye. Yeah. And starts like chasing him around with them it. down the hallway with it. It's so good. Yeah, yeah. Sweet move. Yeah, it's a it's a winner right there. <laughs> yeah, and the whole movie is just shit like that. Oh, it's and it's so like even before he turns yeah. into the ghosty serial killer, when they got him, uh, like he's going into trial. Yeah, he's kind of like smirking at <laughs> yeah. Diamond Phillips, hey, buddy boy, like, whatever. Yeah, hey, buddy yeah. boy. And they're up close, <laughs> and then there's a close up term. of the killer's eyes, and there's an animal noise like, <laughs> and then it's and then Lou Diamond Phillips' eyes is like. Zah! <laughs> I, I was like waiting for more. Is there a pirate in his eye? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's two distinct animal noises. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure what their definitely. spirit animals were, but yeah. I was so waiting good. for that to be the final uh, showdown. Yeah. They just turn into those animals. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Who Fight played the out. serial killer? Was it anybody? No, he's, was a, he's, a, he's a weird looking guy who looks like you a, recognize him. He looks like a freaky version of uh, <laughs> Stephen Tyler. Sorry, a freaky looking version yeah. of somebody. But yeah, he's got that weird like. Uh, yeah, he yeah, looks like um, Stephen Tyler's evil brother. Yeah. <laughs> I got a lot of different people yeah, in my yeah. head right now. I don't know his name. He's, been, yeah, he's in a million things because he's got one of those faces like, I look like an evil piece of yeah. shit. Yeah. There, there's, <laughs> a, there's a scene where a bag lady like is floating outside a window yeah, yeah. and like playing tricks and yeah, stuff. Yeah. It's yeah. like, what is this movie? And then Sorry, she, then playing she just, tricks. She's like, it's, it's like, here I am floating out the window. And then, and then they're like, six, huh? And oh, then I'm she's gone. not there. Yeah. And then, oh, and then okay. he's behind you. And then she jumps through the window and kicks Lou Diamond in the balls. Yeah. Yes. The old ball kick trip. Yeah, it's is pretty it good. Jeff Kober? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's it. You'd, know, you'd recognize him. Yeah. Uh, I'll find a picture, but you would recognize him if you've seen him. Yeah. Let's see what else he's in. Uh, yeah. The Hills of Ice 2. Oh, man. Like Beach, a million things. He's got like over 100 credits. It's yeah. one of those. Lots and lots of stuff, particularly in the uh, throughout the late 80s and through the 90s. He played a lot of bad guys. Yeah. yeah. All right. <clears throat> yeah. You yeah, yeah, he's an alien nation. Right. Yeah. He's one of the aliens. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely. Well, I feel like that wouldn't make him yeah, necessarily. No, that doesn't really help you too much. <laughs> but yeah, first power is pretty, pretty sweet. Pretty fun. Pretty fun. Yeah, if you're into that thing. Yeah. 
And what? it you know ends like every movie you want, uh, how you want your climax is ending with Lou Diamond Phillips beating up a nun. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and she's got this... That's how Stand and Deliver yeah. ended. I believe. The nun is at the, at the beginning of the movie too, and she's like, the only way he's got the first power, which is resurrection. Yeah. And there's you know the only thing that can beat him is you know some some junk that we got from the guy who had all three powers. Yeah. Jesus, one of those powers is a cross. fucking hidden knife inside a cross. <laughs> yeah, she has this cross, and then she goes like, Shing! "Yeah, we'll stab the fuck out of that guy with, with a cross." Thing. <laughs> That's one of the powers. Yeah, is a knife. Knife, <laughs> oh. <laughs> knife oh, cross. And then it's like they yeah. lose the the cross or whatever, and they 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 throw him they throw the ghost murderer into a vat of acid, and then they throw a lighter in to blow it up. And yeah, <laughs> which I was thinking then like it, the only thing that will kill him is the magic knife or a super sweet explosion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they yeah. throw him in acid. Yeah, and they're like, "Fuck it, let's light that shit on fire." Also, yeah. well, totally. I was like, it, "Oh, it's the acid that's also like just straight gasoline." Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, like acid. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so uh, McKelty Williams is in this movie as well. Yeah, he's great. Uh, he's so great. What a yeah. misused actor. I yeah. know it's a bummer. Um, but yeah, he's Lou Diamond's partner in this. And sorry for the spoiler uh, yeah. here, but he gets killed totally because now I have a question for you. Okay, is this is the ghost murderer the guy driving or is he the horse? <laughs> That's uh, a very confusing question for I, somebody who has not I, seen it. I entirely I really forgot. felt like he was the horse. I totally forgot that this movie takes that has a car chase where there were it's Lou Diamond Phillips in a car versus a possessed man who's got a horse drawn carriage is that, on or in a horse on, on like the carriage going like yeah yeah. I really and the car it, can't catch up. I was like the car has like twenty like hundreds of those in there. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it's. That's why it's horsepower. <laughs> but, like, the horse is the one that does the murdering. Yeah. And, like, yeah. aggressively yeah, so. the horse, so, like, stamps on yeah, the partner. Yeah, just stomps the life out of McKelty Williams, yeah. and then Lou Diamond runs over, and he's like, I saw him. It was him. Yeah. And so I, I really felt like he was the horse. Yeah, or he was the guy. And then the horse runs away. I'm like, if you're really trying to get Lou Diamond here, the horse and you're the horse, you don't run away. Yeah, because otherwise he's gonna run over and be like, arrest this horse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Someone call the horse police. How have I not <laughs> seen this movie? Uh, it it's good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I think he was the horse. It's good. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's yeah. It doesn't make sense any other way. If you want a good weekend uh, YouTube flick, yeah, put on the first power. Put it on. Oh. <laughs> Put it on. Turn it up. Um, (laughs) Oh, and the lady in it, she's Melanie Griffith's half-sister. Yeah. (laughs) Listen, that's very interesting trivia. Half-sister, half half is good. Half is good. Now she's a sushi chef. Yeah. Uh, Oh. Oh. (laughs) I don't know what to do with any of that. (laughs) Go get some sushi. Yeah, Yeah, probably. There's power. Yeah, no, it was a delight. Oh, the ending is like, oh. What? Yeah. <laughs> it has an ending that makes no sense. No sense. And no you're sense left like, all. are we done? Or we Dang. just ran out of... We ran out of money. Someone told you guys to stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yep. Good times. Very First power, good times. 1990. Yes. What else have you guys uh, been up on? Well, mm. it, it sounds like you guys watched a very um, Easter appropriate yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. movie. The Resurrection. Yes. It's all there. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so as did I. Um, I showed Myos for her first time uh, Jesus Christ Superstar. Okay. The 1973 uh, Norman Jewison film. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen it. Really? No. Oh. Uh, do you care for a musical at all? I love 
some musicals. I don't like any musicals, but I like that. I don't. I'm very selective. I basically like um, the music from Rocky Horror. Yes, Mm -hmm. I would agree. The movie's not great, but Uh the the music is amazing. Uh, I've never seen Little Shop of Horrors, which is one of the best movies of all time. And Jesus Christ Superstar is one of the best fucking things ever. Before you uh, get into it, No Love for Pennies from Heaven? Steve Martin? Uh, One of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah, but it's not the music that, like, for me, it the, the music has to get me too. Okay. Uh-huh. And the music in Jesus Christ Superstar yeah. is... Oh, the vocal performance. Well, are... that's that's the thing. Oh, boy. And, and uh, Carl wait, wait, Anderson... Wait, wait, wait. Shrek the musical? <laughs> well, <laughs> With a bottle of wine. Yeah, and a bottle of wine. Popcorn and in the bed. Tears in bed. <laughs> You're the yeah. one who cried <laughs> and watched that movie, not me. <laughs> so, I don't know, maybe. Uh-huh. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's, you, you watch it and, okay, every vocal performance is amazing. Yeah. Von Elliman's, uh, weird vocal sliding and shit that she does should be annoying, but it's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, but it comes down to Ted Neely and Carl Anderson. Oh, yeah. Carl Anderson plays Judas, Ted yeah. Neely plays Jesus. Yeah. And... Uh, Myos can sing. She's got a beautiful voice, so yeah. she kind of understands like what it takes to fucking belt something mm-hmm. out. Yeah, and it, uh, periodically, like I was like, you have to watch this at least just for the vocal performance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the direction is actually really, really no, interesting. It's a, too. it's a super cool movie because it's a it's basically like let's just bring a bunch of dumb hippies. Yeah, yeah. Out to the no, to there's the a lot of like whoa, freak out <laughs> camera work. <laughs> totally, <laughs> and it is. It's like it's like a fucking hippie love explosion yeah. version of Jesus but it's so poignant <laughs> yeah and and so beautifully sung that she was just like she like fucking mouth agape uh and and I don't I don't know why I feel like uh, the 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 urge to like whoa is it Ted Neely or is it Carl Anderson it's Carl Anderson of course it's Carl Anderson yeah yeah his voice is like it's but it's not just his voice it's the pain in his eyes yeah 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 no it's a like hell of a he, performance he is judas and yeah. he is doing what judas did yeah singing his ass off <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and wearing some sweet deep beats. yeah um, but uh but uh oh jesus christ <laughs> superstar <laughs> it's uh yeah man wow yeah. like it 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 kills me every time and i'm not a religious person mm. uh, i i don't no me either I, I don't know what my colli- uh, connection to uh, to religion is but watching it fills me with uh, uh with some sort of religious feeling and i don't know what it is mm-hmm. it's probably uh, just the joy of watching a terrific movie i don't know like i don't believe in uh well i don't believe in the first power but i watched the shit out of that movie and it's <laughs> and all that, right and that yeah. filled you with the desire yeah. to kick t- lou diamond phillips in the, the new yes. yeah the happy easter yeah <laughs> yeah. Well, oh man, yeah. it it fucking blew my mind yeah, again, man. and That's I've awesome. seen it a zillion. times I haven't seen it in a really long yeah, time. I'll have to watch it. Watch. Yeah, has I, a th- has Athena seen it? I don't know. Oh man, I don't know. If she hasn't, fucking yeah, treat fucking her. To you know, yeah. um, super quickly, a uh, friend of the show, Matthew Price, no. um, has just revealed recently that he's going to be working on a a series of films, like a film program at at the Royal here in Toronto. And it's all music related. So it's going to be some musicals, some Uh movies that just contain a lot of music, maybe some movies about bands or or about real music. But it's all going to be music related. The first one that they're playing is The Commitments. 
Oh, um, sure. But Do you know, I've never seen that. Oh, either. you know, it's just a delight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, everybody it's, says it's that. It's really yeah. good. I have not seen it, but I might go see it at this uh, screening. I can't remember the date, but uh, I just that he I mentioned to him "Pennies from Heaven" because I was like, "That's my favorite musical." Yeah, uh, and and he was like, "We got a lot of musicals on the list." I'm thinking maybe this will this will probably be on the list. It's a Huge, big, big one. Yeah. So they actually—I I don't know that they will because they actually just played it. On oh, Easter. really? Okay. Yeah. Mm. Well, uh. it was a weird coincidence. We we watched it and then I yeah. went on on Facebook. I okay. Was like, oh, they're playing. Yeah. It. yeah. I'll have to watch it then. Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy, it's yeah. exhausting because it's so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What else? Mm. What's else? What else was going on this week for you guys? Uh, I, I, well, I didn't do this last week because I couldn't fucking find a copy of it to save my life. But uh, I got into the Last Airbender. Oh yeah, oh, to yeah. Uh, continue my journey into what went wrong with M Night Shyamalan. Yeah. It was hard <laughs> to find a copy of it. Yeah, I could, well, it's on. Uh, it's on. Like I got the proxy nonsense from Netflix, so I can't bounce around there. Yeah. It's not on YouTube. It's not anywhere else. I got a couple other, like, uh, I can't. I tried to torrent it. That wasn't working out for me. All kinds huh. of crap. But I finally found it. But it took me a week and a half. And I was, which really pissed me off. I'm like, I don't want to look this it. hard for this movie. <laughs> like, of all things. <clears throat> so, uh, in case you uh, missed the last few episodes or anything like that, I, uh, uh, Athena and I have been going through the film catalog of M. Night Shyamalan, trying to figure out what happened. Because she'd mm-hmm. only seen the good ones. Now she's seen mostly almost all of them, yeah. <laughs> and it's such a it is it's it so is aggressive. Deep. Yeah, the turnaround. I was surprised that the happening was before Airbender. Yeah. Oh man. Well, see, that's that's like his three strikes. This is what happens. So you got the village, and everyone's yeah. like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. And then uh, he's like, "You didn't get it, idiots." Here's Lady in the Water. Yeah. <laughs> and then everyone's like, "Ugh." And then he was like, "The happening." What's the happening? Uh, <laughs> and I don't know. I still don't even know what to think about that movie. <laughs> that should have been the tagline. Yeah, well, the happening? What's the happening? <laughs> I thought the tagline should have been, what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> um, which I still think we should write a musical for. Yes. Fringe it's musical. Wonderful. It, it never leaves my mind. No, no. I have ideas for it constantly. No, the wind is a total character all the time. <laughs> the wind is a character, yeah. so is M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah. <laughs> and the entire, he's like the Greek chorus the yeah, entire time telling you yeah. why this movie is actually pretty important. M. Night, M. Night needs to be in the audience, though, the character. Yeah. <laughs> Sitting in the audience, just telling everyone in the audience what's yeah. happening. And every once in a while, he just goes, <laughs> so, uh, uh, so three total shit bombs in a row. Yeah. Um, one worse than the next? I don't really know. Uh, no, I feel like, okay, the last three. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I enjoyed that sentence. <laughs> Thanks, man. Um, the Village, uh, Lady in the Water, and The Happening. I think The Village is the worst one there. Mm-hmm. Just watching these week after week. The Happening is at least fun. It's really funny. funny. Really funny watching grown people yeah. like run from the wind. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Lady in the Water is just so like, holy fuck, this is bananas. And then, you know, those, uh, <laughs> those, uh, uh, leaf monkeys. Yeah. yeah. Eat that dog. <laughs> <laughs> when the leaf monkeys eat the dog. It's, it's, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, but the village is just a slog. <laughs> it's just a mess of boring. Yeah. Ugh. Well. So probably the worst one there. But still, all this is just such a crazy mess. And then it's like everyone so hates him so much now after the happenings. Like, yeah. He's garbage. It was fucking fuck him. And so I think this was last airbender's like, okay, man, I'm going to take a step back. I'm going to shift genres entirely. Yeah. I'm going to do somebody I'm else's do property. Yeah, exactly. I'll like, write it. 
But it's somebody else's property. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll, I'm just change, gonna, I'll change all the races. I'm just going to shake it up. But it's yeah, someone yeah. else's property. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> change all the races. Yeah, oh, yeah like yeah. it was. It was one of those movies that got caught up in the like they have they whitewashed a property. Yeah, because everybody in it, or a lot of the characters well, in it's an it, anime it, series yeah, right. have been changed. Right. So, um, but I thought it was like Dev Patel and, yeah, yeah. and like Asif Manvi. Like I thought, I there thought was there something were... about it. I remember something. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. everyone else is white though. Yeah. Dev Patel. Yeah. Those there's those three guys, and then everyone else is white. Right. Uh. <clears throat> so, <laughs> and you know who's in it again is uh. The, M. Night? The, the mildly frightened vampire from Twilight, also in S. Darko. Oh. I had to see him again yeah. this week, which is garbage. So like, woo, woo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't of... even know who you're talking about, but I don't want to. I just want to know him as... Woo. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of... Or if he's not making... Like, he's just like... His resting face is like... He just let accidentally let a fart out on a first date, and he's like, does she smell it? <laughs> oh fuck! Oh, please don't smell it. You know. Is it Jack? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just I've been thinking about the times that that's happened to yeah, me. Yeah, for sure. Okay, it's Jackson Rathbone. Yeah, sure. I'm trying to find something. Yeah, pull up his Twilight picture. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's really, really good. Oh man, I can't find. It. I got. <laughs> that's smart. <laughs> he does really look like. Oh. Or he like walked into a room and was like played a cookies and he ate one of the cookies and just finished it. Then someone came in and went, uh, he was okay, in great, bodies. we're gonna get done underway, guys. Just no one eat any of those cookies. <laughs> oh, oh, <God>. Fuck. <laughs> oh, fuck. He looks terrified and smug at yeah, the very he, same absolutely. time. Absolutely, there is yeah. some smuggy smug yeah, going on there weird. a little bit. Like um, he's really smug about that fart he just ripped. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did she smell it? Because it was a really I think good one. she's gonna like it. <laughs> Um, so yeah, he's there again and he's in the whole movie, just the whole thing looking all fucking stupid. Um, I'm trying to find his twilight picture because yeah. he's got this fancy hair in it that just uh, kills me. Oh, there he is. There you go. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> he looks like a, yeah. uh, it looks Wonderful. like a boy band. Uh, yeah, totally. There. Yeah. But he looks um, like someone's drained him of all of his Like blood. Justin Timberlake, just... if he was a scared farting zombie. <laughs> <laughs> or, or vampire, sorry. Vampire. Uh-uh. Um, so, uh, the last airbender is, I I imagine people like the series. I didn't watch any of that. I was planning yeah. on checking a bit really of it really like Yeah, the they really like it. I was going to, but I'm like, I, I don't have time, and I'm just going to yeah. fucking squeeze this damn movie in. And uh, I don't know if it's any good, but the idea is just like, so there's the four people, there's four tribes, one controls fire, one water, one earth, and one the wind. Mm-hmm. And they live happily ever after until the fire guys are like, fuck everyone else. And then fire rules, and there's one guy who can control all of them, but he disappeared. Yeah. A long time ago. Now he's a little boy. <laughs> Was he always a little boy? No, I don't really know, because he, he just shows up, and he's and it's like hero's journey, you know, and yeah. uh, uh, fulfilling the prophecy and all this junk. But he's like comes in pretty like understanding of what's going on and what he can do, but he just cannot control the water, man. He's like, I can do all four, except I can't. Yeah. <laughs> like, he except can do I all four. At water. Except for only just really one of them over and over and over again. He's the he's the air guy. Um, I don't even really know what to say. It looks it looks like a it look, it's a kid's movie, really. Oh, yeah. And it feels like one. It's acted like one. It's written like one. The acting is fucking terrible in it. Yeah. I feel so bad for Dev Patel in this movie. 
because I like him. Yeah. yeah, he's he's always at least enjoyable. Yeah, and he is woefully miscast in this role, and he's supposed to be this like angry prince of the fire. <laughs> oh, he's not. He's not the like. Is the boy a boy? Yeah, he, he's like a little fella. Yeah, a pretty he's good a little boy. guy. He's a, he's pretty, a really he's good. He's boy. pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. He's this little fellow with an arrow tattooed on his head. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yep. I don't. I don't even know what to say. This is a movie is uh, painfully boring. I, I basically that's from, its worst thing is how what, boring it is. Yeah. From what I've seen, in the direction is is shocking. It's bad. not good. Yeah. Now Athena hadn't seen this, and I I, I did say I wasn't sure if she was going to be able to handle this one, and yeah. I was right. She bailed at about. She, yeah, she bailed. She's like, listen, I can't do this. <laughs> yeah, you know why? Because she doesn't have to. Doesn't have yeah. to at all. Yeah, and I was like, I understand, baby. It's all right. It's all right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Off you go. Um, but she, before she did, she, she was like, I back? just don't understand what's going on here. Like, yeah. it's, the acting is atrocious, but that's the only one thing. It's like, the, but this action is terrible. And I was like, I know. She's like, the choreography of the fights is just lazy and static, and it really is. It has no yeah. life to it. I'm That's just watching... an interesting point that I've heard time and time again is yeah. that it, it seems like it's willfully boring. Yeah. Go, yeah. Like go it's... watch some like YouTube clips of the action. It is, it is like everything about it. It's it, like it's like X versus ballistics, X versus Sever, which has yeah. the same problem That's where it's painful. Where it's painful just like movie. these shots yeah. of these cars, and it's supposed to be a kinetic action scene, but you're like, this is so. It's like Slow. working against itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and nothing was interesting. I never felt, like, you know, involved in the film at all. It wasn't really pulling for anyone because I didn't like anyone. And the acting is really bad in this. Yeah. Really, really, really bad. And, yeah, I don't know. They're like, I throw fire at you, but I stab it with water. <laughs> <laughs> over yeah. and over and over and over again. And yeah. it's just, yeah, it's really, really, really horrible. It's, it's like he was, because mostly, no matter how bad his movies are, they look pretty good, mm-hmm. generally. The, the happening started to look bad. Where I was like, I don't yeah. feel like this is like there's not as much budget here. I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, but this one, it just it looked bad because it lo- almost looked like he was afraid to make a movie. Yeah. And but then a part of me is like, I don't know how because it takes a long time to put a movie together mm-hmm. and edit it and all the people have to work on it. Like to finish this movie, I don't know how you did it. I was so bored. I mean, didn't they all look at each other one day and go, you know what? This is boring. Let's just go home. <laughs> no, they all looked at each other and went, you know what? We're all making a giant paycheck. Yeah, yeah, fair yeah. enough. Let me just count my money. It's yeah. it's interesting that you <clears throat> that that you mentioned that actually because it, it started me thinking like you were like uh, it seemed like he was afraid to make a movie at that point he probably really was yeah. probably yeah. because everybody was shitting on him at so that point hard. everyone was like this guy sucks he had he was everything now he's nothing <laughs> yeah. this guy fucking made a couple of fluke movies fuck him we hate him as a person yeah <laughs> and like I'm, imagine what that does to your mindset yeah. and I'm at, and I'm I'm assuming there was some. There had to have been some rains, uh, like you, you in like terms some of serious studio, like people were uh, like holding him only like you're at a certain point. Like this is as much as of like you as we're letting you put and in. Yeah, this, let but at the same it. time, yeah, 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 written, directed, produced, yeah, uh, and yeah, and it looks bad. It's flat. It doesn't have any life. And the dialogue is there's a lot of like filler dialogue too. I felt like when I and I think he's guilty of this in other films. Where there's a lot of repetition of things where you might think it's like, oh, they're trying to like be coy and, you know, whimsy with the script or something like that. But I, I, this one, I was like, you're just trying to fill time. Because the one of the Avatar kids, like, <coughs> we just, I got to go to like a spiritual place and like chill out and figure this thing out. I didn't say it like that. Uh, <laughs> right well, you can paraphrase. It's all right. And then this, he's like, is there a, I need to go somewhere, there's a spiritual place and find my 
focus or whatever and this girl's like a place that is spiritual there is a place uh that spiritual nature that you'll find and it's a place that's nearby and i was like that was a full sentence of like we've got one you know <laughs> it's right over there it's <laughs> they could have said she's like spirit did you say spiritual place it's funny you would mention a spiritual place um oh yeah cookies why not oh, oh, <laughs> cookie break cookies, up in the delivery yeah. Uh-uh. Amazing! Right I, I made some cookies. Sweet, yeah. Got some snacks. You made you made these cookies. I did make these. This was like an experiment. I don't know if our listeners know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Greg is the master of making cookies. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. What what are these cookies? These ones I just kind of winged it. Okay, because uh, I had some leftover stuff. So are the, those the pink are, ones are garbage? Cookies. Yeah, I was yeah, yeah, gonna yeah. say, are they pink for a reason? Uh, they're or? good. These ones are good with milk and our new milk right now because they wound up tasting like uh, Fruit Loops. Oh, I want sweet. one of those. I want then. Some yeah. of those. <laughs> Fruit Loops cookie. And also, I'll, I'll have mine with scotch. Some scotchiness. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look at it. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was beets, but apparently. <laughs> oh, it's beets. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Oh, my God. It does taste like Fruit Loops. It tastes a lot like Fruit Loops. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, so it's good with milk. Oh, my God. That tastes exactly like Fruit Loops. <laughs> Like I just had a sense memory outside of the of the there's is there a little bit of salt in here, um, or is that from the other cookie that's, that's in, there? The other in there? Um, other than I just had like a sense memory uh, throwback to when I would go to my cottage and we would have those little mini boxes of Fruit Loops oh, that you had to yeah. cut open. Oh sure, mm-hmm. yeah, and you yeah, pour yeah. the milk into into yeah. the box. Yeah. yeah, amazing. These are so yeah. good. Playing with fire, milk mm-hmm. in a box. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> not- <laughs> <laughs> you were like really worried about spilling milk. <laughs> it's the tagline yeah. for the Fruit Loops in a Tiny Box movie. I'm playing with, playing well, with fire, I'd, milk I'd, in a box. Because you would you cut know, too far, cut through. too far, and right through the bottom, and exactly no! <laughs> all over your lap. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that I'm getting Fruit Loops from this, but I've never actually had Fruit Loops. Oh, well, there you go. I've only ever smelled them because <laughs> I'm a weirdo. <laughs> Sometimes I smell them and jerk off. I throw them away. (laughs) I've been kicked out of a lot of grocery stores. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Uh, I'm getting fruit, but it's so good. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Yeah. All right. Wow. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. I'm chewing right into the microphone. It's like holding it right out. (laughs) This is going to be disgusting. There are are people that are like so not okay with chewing our podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Let me get this right in the microphone. Uh, (laughs) uh, You know, the flavor is so different. It's so fruit. It's like, but it's it, also, it is, and it is like r- the red fruit loop. loop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not just, but it's not just a flavor. It's a consistency. Is fucking mm-hmm. perfect. Ah, great. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I like baking. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Oh. I can't make shit. Oh. I made a fucking lasagna the other day that was insanely good. That's a I, when I was tr- trying to teach myself how to cook. That was one of the things I went from. Like, I'm going to make mm-hmm. a lasagna because looking at a lasagna when you don't know how to cook is like. Wizardry. It seems like sorcery, but it is something you can kind of win. Like, you good, can kind of fuck it starter, up. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it still works. Yeah, but it, yeah totally for sure. Definitely. Um, what? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Last Airbender. Just holy fuck! Like it's so shit. 
And it ends on this big, like, next movie. <laughs> oh, no, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, They're like, so the airbender has found his powers. You will go fight him. Are you ready to take the challenge? And this girl's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not ever going to happen. No, never again. That's it. Watch oh, the cartoon. poor actress. I know. It's a is, she, is she nobody now? No, she wasn't anybody then. Yeah. yeah. And she's definitely yeah. nobody now. Oh, it's a bummer. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah, it's a sad piece of shit. <laughs> so, uh, like, After Earth is up next. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, you haven't seen Athena that. No, I have seen it. Oh, you did see it? Yeah, yeah. Well, I saw it too. I, I kind of watched it while I was playing with my phone. Oh, so, okay. you know, I've, like, seen it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> is That's Athena, all you really need. Yeah. Is Athena going to join you for that one? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's cu- she very curious about that one. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. that comes into something then that has come out since the show has been around. So yeah, yeah. She's heard us talk about it anyway. Yeah. So. Sweet. And there we go. And then we'll try and figure out what happened. How yeah. did this all happen? <laughs> yeah. Um, we're about uh, time for film related. Is there anything else uh, that needs to be gotten to? I've got mm. one real quick thing that I started okay. watching today just mm-hmm. because I feel like I have to as a okay. Canadian. I watched three episodes of uh, Shit's Creek. Uh, yes. Have you have either of you seen any of it? I, I ha- Yeah, I've I have. caught it on television yeah. like when I'm visiting my parents. Sure. Mm-hmm. It's our new corner guest. It's our new, yeah, it's our yeah. new long running or, or yeah. maybe soon to be long running. I think, what are they on? Two or three seasons? I yeah, think they're, like they're on oh, yeah. two. And it just got like loaded up for what are, what are our screen awards called? Yeah. <laughs> Genies? Mm, uh, Is that our sure. who fucking yeah, yeah. cares, honestly? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, and not to sound like a bad Canadian, it's just we don't. Oh, we're yeah, so misguided. We're, we're so, so bad. misguided when it comes to TV, and yeah. this is no different. No. Although it's a little different because it starts out, first of all, Canadian TV, for, for people who aren't Canadian, um, sucks. Uh, <laughs> for the most part, it really sucks bad. nuts. Generally. Yeah. Um, and it's every because once in a while a Twitch once city every comes 15, along. 20 years, you get a Kids in the Hall or something. Yeah, yeah which is, or like a Trailer Park Boys, which sure. I don't actually watch, but it is genuinely inspired and it's yes. its own thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. But the thing about Canadian television is that it's either um, a spinoff of Anne of Green Gables uh. <laughs> uh, or it's a terribly derivative Canadian version of uh, American sensibilities. Yeah. Yeah. And this is the Canadian version of Arrested Development, basically. Yeah. Mm. Um, and it's... The writing does nothing for it. No. It's, uh, it's so boring and so bland, but it's got Catherine O'Hara yeah. and, and Eugene Levy, Eugene Levy. Eugene Levy yeah. and they're both brilliantly funny yeah. yeah and when i say they're both eugene levy is really really funny but Catherine o'hara like you can give her nothing to do yeah and, and she's given funny. nothing to do yeah. other than like oh well you're just you know drugged up uh socialite it's something it's something different yeah mm-hmm. like it's something she pulls something so amazing out of nothing yeah she's a fucking genius yes she is but yeah man it's uh it's just another yeah. uh just another Cana- unfortunate canadian now I, I, think... I don't find it as irritating as corner gas no because corner i feel like corner gas was even like i don't think i even really like anybody that was in corner like look say, say what you will about corner gas it was its own thing yeah yes it was, it was very thing. canadian yeah um I don't hate Corner Gas because I genuinely think Brent Butt is uh, a 
See, and, and Eric Peterson. All he I is, know of Brent Butt great. is Corner Gas. So when I think of him, I'm not like, oh yeah, he's got some good jokes or whatever. I yeah. just think of yeah. like, oh yeah, I hate that show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's understandable. Even if he shows it's... up in a commercial, I'm yeah. like, oh yeah, the guy in the show I hate. Yeah. <laughs> Which is understandable because it's very cute and very yeah. Like, but uh... and it was those one of those things where every time it came on, I just thought. This is not funny, and no. it's been on forever. Ever. Yeah. Why? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Canada. Yeah. yeah. It's a, it's what a was that show thing. they tried to do that was like a PI show? They had a show that was like a, I'm a younger, like, uh, detective man. It was a CBC show. Oh, yeah. Younger Detective Man. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah that's good. Hey, Young was, Detective uh, Man. Anybody here? I can't remember. No, no it was Canadian. Greg. I just oh, remember, yeah, right. yeah. yeah. So I remember. Nobody was in yeah. it. Uh, somebody out there knows, and we'll comment. David Cubitt yeah. might have been in it. <laughs> anyway, it's uh, it, it suffers from its writing, yeah. but... It's worth a look, if only from the performances. Uh, Eugene Isn't Levy's Chris Elliott going to be in the new Chris, season? Chris Elliott is in it, but yep. he's kind of wasted. Okay. Was uh, he in the first season? Yeah. Okay. Everybody's just fairly obvious in what they're doing. It's yeah. like, oh, yeah, okay, you, yeah, you're, you're this guy. So, yeah, it, he, he and his kid co-created it. Oh, really? And his kid plays his kid. Yeah. And Jesus, his kid is like his face. Yeah. Like, it's like... Uh, yeah, it's he like, was on uh, MTV Canada for a while. He oh, was, was like he really? VJ or whatever. I had no idea. VJ. VJ. He was a vagina for a while. Yeah, yeah. I had no idea. Well, That's what they call them on MTV. Yeah. I'll be your video <laughs> vagina for the day. <laughs> what? Just go with it. I'm Just your vajockey. Vaj- <laughs> Ew. You know. That conjures all sorts of bad stuff. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, yeah it's, it's what it seems like it would be. Mm-hmm. It's like it's what a show called Shit's Creek <laughs> Seems like it would be. It's yeah. all just obvious, and, and it suffers from its writing. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Yeah. All right. Bummer. Well, uh, now I guess we'll segue from there into mm-hmm. film roulette, okay. shall we? Film Roulette is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good. This week it was... Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice and the loser has to go and watch something bad or in theaters maybe or something that we've thematically paired with the winner this week it was it's a bird it's a plane it's Superman the musical from 1975 (laughs) 
Uh, but the loser gets to give the winners an album to listen to for the rest of the week. Uh, somebody is outside yelling. Somebody's <laughs> doing a little joy. Ride. If you hear background noise, it was hot in here. We opened the windows. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but the loser gets to give the winners an album to listen to for the rest of the week. Uh, mm. Last week, Greg gave us an album by Steve Winwood. I did. Need a higher love, <laughs> but no Whoa. bass. What was the? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I need a high EQ. <laughs> um, what was the name of that album? Uh, cocaine is a crazy drug. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we will roll for movies next week. Uh, we, they will get another punishment album at the hands of me, and mm. uh, we will do it all over again next week. Uh, as I mentioned, they saw Batman v Superman. Batman 5, Superman. Yes. <laughs> Dawn <laughs> of Justice. Dawn of Justice. Fearing that the actions of Superman are left unchecked, That's Batman <laughs> takes on Batman the Man 5. of Steel. Meanwhile, the world wrestles with what kind of hero it really needs. This is getting 44 on Metascore out of 51 critic reviews and was directed by Zack Snyder, starring Ben Affleck as Batman, Henry Cavill as Superman, Amy Adams, and more. Uh, this movie is especially notable for uh, its contentious reviews. On, on the way out, it seemed like... Uh, everybody was on on the ready to mm. jump on this to beat there's, the shit out of this. There's movie. been a lot of debate online about whether it is deserved or not. It's been very divisive. Mm-hmm. Um, there was even a debate about um, somebody wrote an article about how when movies do well, it's crushing to the critics that don't like it. Like there's been all this discussion about yeah. critics and yeah. and audiences. This, is, this and, is a film event. In yeah, a lot of ways. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. In a number of ways, uh, Jesse Eisenberg is Lex Luthor and. Um, um, yeah, uh, there's a Wonder Woman's in this. Yep. Uh, this is a lot setup. of uh, Easter eggs and teases of other uh, characters. Yeah. Setting up the Justice League here. Yeah. So you guys went and saw it. Yes, I did indeed. not. Why don't you take it away, toys? <laughs> all right. Man, just do what the kid says. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Well, uh, Greg, as you are more of a... Uh, now, I know you're more of a Marvel guy than a this DC is true. guy. But, uh, yeah. but I've read the, uh, the, the storylines that they are leaning on most... Yeah. For this, I've read uh, more than once. So. Right. Um, is this... Uh, a lot of the storylines, or some of the storylines, have been taken from the Frank Miller era? Yeah, you got, that... you've got a little bit of... Uh, and a lot of direct imagery from um, uh, The Dark Knight Rises. Uh, sorry, sorry, Dark Knight Returns. Dark, right. Knight, that's a, Dark Knight Returns by Frank Miller, which is a groundbreaking mid-'80s comic book that's just breathtaking and perfect and so fantastic. And Superman and Batman do fight in it. But it has me- a different kind of meaning and why they fight, and they've known each other for years and years and years and years and years and years. Um, but the suit the Batman's wearing... And they were wearing, at one point friends. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, the suit that he's wearing is very much taken from that design, and there's a couple other scenes that are kind of lifted from that. And then, of course, you've got the uh, the other... Uh, in the 90s, there's a gigantic uh, storyline, The Death of Superman, which is a big, big, big deal when it which happened. Involves, uh, which involves uh, Doomsday. Doomsday. Yeah. That's right. <clears throat> Came down, Superman died, and they just died. They just stopped making uh, Superman comics. All these other characters popped up out of it. But wasn't it for like six months and then they were like... Well, yeah. yeah you knew that they were bringing Superman back. They made no sense. You can't kill Superman. Yeah. But, but they popped up all these other comics to like... Feel this, like his. I don't even remember how it worked. Like his... Uh, his essence or something, you know, is recreated <laughs> yeah. in different people, like Future Boy and Wallace. And well, actually, one of them is Steel. Like, yes, you know, the Shaquille yeah. O'Neal movie, Steel? Yeah. That, yeah. That's, that's one of I've them. I've seen it. One of the Supermen that came out of that thing. And then there was a weird way of bringing him back, and it was kind of weird, and they were, you know, navigating it. I had the uh, issue, the death of Superman that came in the black bag, yeah. sealed with nice. the bloody S on it. Never opened it. 
Um, so yeah, they're leaning on that stuff too, and then a whole bunch of shit they just made up, of course. How do you know it's not like a Richie Rich comic in there? Well, I don't know. <laughs> and then I never opened it, and then my stepdad got rid of all my fucking comics. Oh, is that but, like worth a lot of money now? Uh, I don't know, probably not, because everyone thinks that all the comics were worth something, but all the old shit was because no one kept them, because yeah. no one was saving them. And they weren't printed on such a high scale. Yeah. So all the stuff that came out, anything that came out after 1990, like, yeah, some of it's worth a little bit, but not, like, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. You know, nothing's worth, like, $100,000, like some crazy things are, yeah. you know? Unfortunately, <clears throat> it's the same way with baseball cards. It's true. Um, anyway, so, yeah, those are the storylines we're leaning on for Batman 5 Superman. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. How do you want to, what do you want <clears throat> to, harsh, harsh, harsh reaction. For Everybody hated this movie. Now, okay. Everybody hates Zack Snyder. This is the thing. Everybody hates Zack Even Snyder. Even yeah. we've ripped on oh, Zack yeah. Snyder Absolutely. a lot. People were Look. just lining up to hit this thing with a bat. Absolutely. Bat. <laughs> Man. 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 Yeah. <laughs> um, Wordplay. Yeah. I, I, so I have a question. I guess yeah. if those are the things that this movie is leaning on in yeah. terms of source material, yeah. are they just sort of picking and choosing from this and that yes. in order to kind of set up their own Because they don't thing? have any of the lead up. There's okay. none of the... Now they're just literally using imagery and bullet points okay. from the, like because like tiny bullet points. Last we left Superman yeah. in Man of Steel, what right. have you? Killed Zod. Yeah, and then yeah. people were like, "Man, you fucked our city up." Yeah. Okay. And everybody, uh, the fans were all really uh, upset about that. Yeah. Upset because Superman um, collaterally yeah. killed a great number of people. Yeah. Which, um, as a backlash to that, or as a fix for that, this movie does something so hilarious all the time. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> like, all the time. <laughs> Jesus. There is... Uh, <laughs> There's an ADR. Every time there's about to be a fight, there is an ADR, an ADR line of somebody just going, there's no one in the city. <laughs> yeah. really? Nobody lives there. That really? place is abandoned. Yeah. yeah. Oh More my than God. once. It's just like, like, oh. a lot of times. Just chill out, guys. Yeah. It's a fucking movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, okay. So yeah. uh, lay all my cards on the table. Yeah. As a movie, I'm yeah. not you know a purist when it comes to like i'm more of a comic book movie guy than yeah, i'm a yeah. comic book mm-hmm, guy sure so on on that alone i thought it was pretty good well there's a lot of hate on for this movie and i went in knowing that and uh this movie's not as bad as people are saying it is at all now there's some boring parts. There's, there's some real huge shit problems with it and parts of it are a terrible movie yeah but the first hour First hour is pretty good. Pretty good. Um, and then and then it's like, oh, okay, let's just cut all this shit out. Oh, well, that was kind of cool. Yeah. Oh, uh, what? Dr- uh, uh, dream sequence? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but uh, I'll explain the dream sequence to you if you like. I don't care, <laughs> honestly. Like, I mean, I appreciate it, and yeah. maybe maybe I will if you explain it to me. Yeah. But I don't care. Like, I, I was like, I know this is a dream sequence because Superman wouldn't be doing that, right? Nor would Batman be doing that yeah. thing that he's. doing doing a great deal so i realize that this is a dream sequence yeah and yes probably it's a part of the uh um uh, of the comic book lore but that's not the part for me and right. i know it's a dream sequence so i'm just bored yeah no none of it's, this happened well, and it's and a I clumsy dream sequence too because the way where it lands in the movie it's kind of like did i stop paying attention where where are we? What's no, going on? It just, they, it's like he it's like he put it in the middle of the movie on top of it and then just jammed his foot down on it a couple <laughs> times so that it would fit in there. Yeah, it's a mess, and a lot of this movie is a mess. But that isn't the problem with this movie. I thought this movie was going to be overstuffed, and that was going to be the mess. But that's not the issue here. It's really not. Actually, no. the all of the. Uh, 
the setup and everything for the inevitable Justice League movie, which I was disappointed that Zack Snyder is uh, directing. Yeah. Um, uh, that actually all seemed sort of not organic, not mm. at all organic, actually, yeah. because basically they would just cut to a computer every once in a while and go, these people are coming. Aquaman. <laughs> yeah. And they really handpicked. Uh, um, Save to desktop. Wait, what? <laughs> oh, yeah, just files. Save to desktop? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, <laughs> set as back. As back <laughs> Tile. <laughs> Stretch to fit. Stretch to fit. <laughs> um, like, it really, it really is like they're watching the trailer for these other yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, and, and I feel like it's somewhat like handpicked from here and here and here. Well, we'll have Aquaman next <clears> to, <throat> I, I don't know if, well, everyone knows it's Aquaman. Yeah. There's, there's other ones that may be a surprise, mm-hmm. but I feel like th- it doesn't happen. Nothing's in... a surprise. Oh, no? Uh, no, we know who's already cast as the Flash. <clears throat> oh, yeah, we, well, we you know it's a Flash. I just don't know if we know there, there's that other one that's, uh. Oh, that, Cyborg? Yeah. Yeah, no, right. that's been... Do uh, people, people know yeah, about that? Yeah, for sure. All right. So, so yeah, and I, and I feel like Cyborg came much later than, than everything else. Oh, yeah, yeah. But he's he's like an, he's a real product of the 80s. Yeah, you know? right. Um, yeah, and I remember when he sort of, like, I, I feel like he was the one who sort of revitalized the whole Justice League thing. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. He was on the cartoon show as well. I had an action figure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, so... I really like the first hour of this movie where I was kind of going along like, hey, this is okay, man. This is all right. Because what we have here is a movie that's a little misguided in a lot of ways. But if you strip everything apart, what you do definitely have is like a pretty good Batman movie mm-hmm. that I was definitely down for. I and heard I it's will a little say, bit more along the lines of like he's more of a James Bond kind of well, like, yeah. well, more feeling of a detective. Yeah, more of a, and like, he Indiana is. Jones and that's kinda. great. And that's really good. And I think Ben Affleck is fucking great Yeah, as Bruce Wayne and Batman. See, now I, I was really that he down was, for it. Everyone was like, oh my God, you know, who, who could have uh, uh, followed Christian Bale? But mm-hmm. Ben Affleck does it. I thought he was pretty good. I yeah. mean, he, he wasn't bad by any means mm-hmm. but i don't think he was any better than henry cavill is as superman which is really passable uh, he didn't blow my <clears throat> shit apart i was well no, i was really into it i really liked the affleck performance and i like that they're going with this sort of era bruce wayne where he is embittered and a little uh world weary you know uh and i like that and it was good it was a nice angle to get out of bruce uh so it was, i very much enjoyed it and the suit looks great I liked Shoot everything about it. the Batman action was uh, fucking fantastic. I liked the fights and the, the way he fought felt very much like I like the to comics see him I read go from loved, building you know? to building with the uh, yeah. the um, the, bat, the bat grappling hook thing. thing. Yeah, 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 really cool. Yeah. Um, so very very excited about the future of Batman movies is the one one of the positives I'll take out of this. Mm-hmm. And they don't know what to do with Superman. Henry Cavill doesn't really know how to play him, I think, because no one's telling him how, what they want Superman to be. Yeah. Zack yeah. Snyder can't tell if he's Superman or Dr. Manhattan. Doesn't know how to how to have the world treat him. You that know I mean? is an interesting point. Um, uh, and, and they really do lean on the, uh, is he a threat? Is yeah. he a... But that's not a character... That's not a character... Uh, a point. It kinda, so he really no, does but, just but it, walk around very holier than now, thou. It's a great opening because you get the other side of the end of Man of Steel where Bruce Wayne is running through Metropolis while the fucking Superman mm-hmm. Zod fight's going on. And that's great. I loved it. I was like, this is neat. Yeah. I'm having a good time. It's, it's warming how Man of Steel is sitting in my memory. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, and I like that where you get you get a lot of nine um, eleven uh, imagery going on here very heavily, and I think there's no mistake. No. And 
Yeah. Uh, then you've got so you have him. Is he a threat? And you have Bruce Wayne, who is like the the hero of the people. He's like you know, and he's got this irrational fear, and he's starting to get angry and confused about what is around him and what is replacing him. And so there's this great look at where you could have had this excellent little metaphor going on with issues that are happening in America right now. But instead, when it comes to how they're actually going to clash, this is where everything falls out. Why they fight is ridiculous. How it stops is, is even stupider. The stupidest thing. Like, and it what's must, your mom's name? It must be like I, I wrote a tweet. I didn't want to like spoil anything. My tweet was Fuck. Wait, you have a mom? We're best friends <laughs> now. Like, immediately. It is the fucking uh. dumbest thing to the point where I was like, this must be a comic thing that happened and there's no. more to it. This is just a little wink to, no. the, to the real uber nerds. No. Because I'm like, th- there's no way that such a fulcrum in a movie like this could be this stupid. No, it's really stupid. It's, Amazingly yeah, stupid. It's a bummer. First, it takes too long to He's get. my friend now. <laughs> He's got a mom. <laughs> Anyone with a mom is a friend of me. <laughs> he's hey, he's got a mom, and B, she has a name. You know, Batman. All those other guys that you've been beating up—they have moms too. They what? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> They're my best friends. <laughs> I killed my friends. Uh, yeah, what um, a fucking what? And, and I was and I was looking around, and everyone seemed all right with it in the theater, and I was like, not okay. This must just be me. Yeah, bummer. And then like the whole stuff with uh, Doomsday I was like, too much light show going on here. This is retarded. I don't care for it. I will say, though, Doomsday looked fucking awesome. Not bad. I feel like it looked fucking... I mean, I don't know what Doomsday looks like in the in it, the comics. Kind of stupid, really. Okay. I was never a fan <laughs> of the character design. Then, then the way they shot it in the CGI, because in the, um, in the trailer, yeah. Doomsday looks dumb. Yeah. He looks like... Like an orc. Um, yeah, or like... Um, What's the character that uh, the Hulk fights in The Ed Abomination. Norton? The Abomination. Looks like that. Like that really bad mm-hmm. CGI. Mm-hmm. Um, but they really fixed it up in fucking... It definitely looked better than that first trailer, the first look of it. Yeah. Um, but like, although, I don't know. At the same time, I was like disengaged. And also, what was with Wonder Woman's guitar solo theme music? Did you notice that? Every time she did something, there was like a freaking wow! I heard well, I okay. read some so, stuff that said like that was amazing. <laughs> well, because I think that was the the. Did you ever watch the Wonder Woman show with yeah, Linda Carter? Yeah. I yeah. think that was the the theme. Oh, from, really? From the Linda Carter it's show. Been a long time. It was just sort of buried. I feel like because the the uh, the score is like Hans Zimmer and Junkie XL. <laughs> Which well, yeah, I don't even know what a Junkie XL is. Well, it's Junkie really XL did the, the Fury Road tri- uh, music. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. And some oh, people, right. well. somebody uh, online, I read something about that guitar solo moment being like the Doof Warrior moment. Like, oh, uh, what now? The Doof Warrior from Fury Road with the guitar and the flame. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah, it okay, came, right. this, this guitar like line hit and uh, I was like, yeah. No, it isn't like that. Um, it's, oh, see, I thought it, it was, was weird and jarring. I might I be thought. wrong, but it, it it really feels like the tone because I used to watch the, uh, the yeah, the yeah, I did show. too. I don't remember guitars, and, I, and <laughs> I feel like it really matched that tone. And I feel like it was like a little wink to maybe so. I just that, found it like whoa. I, I, I kind of dug it yeah. for my because again, like a, a lot of my uh, interest in in comics is like they're sort of like over uh, overarching pop culture um, kind of yeah. arc. And and that being part of Wonder Woman's, I was like, how are you going to come back from that? And Linda Carter was fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, uh, 
and I felt like I was like, all right, I I, I kind of like that they that they threw that in as a little nod. Mm-hmm. I might be wrong, but that's what I felt it was. Fair enough. I just I just found it weird. It threw me off. I'm like, what's up with these guitar blasts? Every time she does something, it's really weird. This has not been established in this movie. What did um, you guys... I did enjoy her. I thought Gal Gadot was. Uh... Is, is she in it much? I heard no, it was not. She's, she's got really some, not. You get some. Yeah, not a lot. She does some it's ass her kicking, but the ass kicking she does is very CGI. Yeah, yeah. So you don't but get I, a lot of sense of her being a badass. She had some presence on camera that I was on a, uncertain that she would carry. Uh, uh, based on, I only have seen her in the Furious movies, so right, which I actually liked her a lot more in the Furious movies than in this. Like, I feel like uh, they they didn't give her a lot because they were trying to maintain some sort of mystery with her. Yeah, and then that mystery was revealed not by the actress playing the character, but yeah. by circumstance kind of yeah but uh i don't know we'll have to see what happens with her own movie yeah but yeah so i'm curious to see that what yeah. was uh going on with uh eisenberg well, that's just what i was getting to okay um, now he's terrible terrible this is the most misguided thing about this movie is his angle on how to play lex luther and it's not just it's not just the script or how they've retooled lex to fit into today it is this performance it's it's awful. It's unbelievably and terrible and out of place. Now, in uh, Superman Lives, what the hell was that one with Brandon Routh? Superman Returns? Yeah. Uh, they had Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was great casting because that's what Lex Luthor is to me. Is sure. This kind of like smug dick yeah. who's kind of like this sort of industrialist, but he's also just evil. Yeah, uh, that's what uh, sort of like through the eighties. I was kind of like uh, interpreted. Well, Lex a lot of being... that was born from Gene Hackman playing Lex in right. the uh, Reeve movies, which he's nothing like the comic book character. Yeah, right. But it was just they didn't know what to do. No one gave a fuck then. We just got we got a Superman review. Who cares how he's doing it? Right. Gene Hackman's like, I don't know what the fuck a Superman <laughs> is. I'll do it this my way, you know. Right. And it's great and it's memorable and it's completely its own thing. But as far as movie making is gone, it's informed what Lex is across mm. the board. And it's just, it's not even close to what the comic books are. And this is even further away. I'm not even sure what to do with this, where he's trying to play him as this weird jokery character or something like that. Like, that's the Joker's job, is to be the <laughs> yeah. weirdo. It's, it's like, awful. It feels like, it feels like, um, like Tommy Lee Jones in uh, Batman Forever yeah. trying to outmug Jim Carrey. Yeah, totally. Like, it's totally. It's really uncomfortable, and it's like, why? Why are you doing this? Like, yeah. like you should have played him like fucking Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. Like, if you're going to do this type of thing Cold, with this type of storyline, brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah just that's do, what just he do, is. Do this disconnected. And he's, a, he's a master manipulator. Yeah. Lex runs for president in the comics, and like, I believe he gets there too. Right. Like, it's a it's a different kind of beast. Right. <clears throat> and he's, an, he's he can be a physically intimidating man too. Yes, he's not the Superman, but he gets so obsessed with Superman's and jealous of Superman's power that he turns his human body into like a perfect machine of fitness and health. Right, and it still isn't enough, and it drives him fucking crazy. There's all this jealousy and this rage and this power, and that's not here. All right. At all. At all. And, and, and the thing is, it's not replaced with anything other than a lot of, like, <laughs> <laughs> But the last shot with him, man, I was just uh, like, go to fucking hell. Yeah. You like, blew it, buddy. Because you know down. what? That part of the writing was all right. If you deliver that line right, that is a great way to end this movie. If that you is, deliver that line, fucking deadpan, like, like, this is what's happening. Yeah. And comic book fans know what this means. Yes. Uh... 
all, all you have to do is say the words. Yeah. Is, is say the words earnestly to the camera, yeah. and you fucking nailed it. But he's all like, mm, the bell is unrung. Oh, you delightful yeah. little sprite. Oh, he was playing Mr. Mixpiddling <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> when um, are they going to bring him in? Yeah, get him in there. Mixoplex. Uh, oh, they should make a bizarro Superman movie. Yeah, anyway. they should. Um, <clears throat> so, okay, well, what he's ta- what he's alluding to there, and what the anyone who saw the movie, this isn't a spoiler thing, don't worry about it, because it, when it drops in the movie, here's your understanding, because it, it feels out of place. The dream sequence. You got Batman in like a post-apocalyptic kind of looking landscape. The first thing you see on that landscape is a big Omega symbol. Yeah, yeah, which is the which That's is the first Dark foreshadowing Side. of Darkseid. And right. Darkseid is a pretty fucking badass character. Yeah. That is a great villain. Th- he's very much like Thanos in Marvel, but Darkseid, I'm a Marvel guy, but Darkseid is way better than Thanos. Oh, cool. Um, just cooler design, and he was, I loved the voice on the old cartoon. It was so creepy. It's great. Anyway, so you have that. Well, because uh, he's like a hyper, he's like a giant hyper-intelligent sort of dictator is, is yeah, sort of the, yes essentially right. um, and he is like absorbing all life in the universe and he is making it his own by uh, uh, destroying the ability to have free will that's what he oh. takes from everything nice yeah um, yeah, he's cool. He's kind of like a weird mixture of, of like taking the Marvel Universe, take Apocalypse that you're about to see in the X-Men franchise and mix them with Thanos, and that's your dark side. Right. It's pretty cool. So there's a lot of little dark side nods going on with that whole weird dream sequence. So that's what that is. And then and then you got the Flash. That was the thing that was going on at the end there. Yeah, which is, again, I think a part of, uh, a part of the <laughs> actual... Uh, comics uh, yeah. sort of canon was that he because he's the flash he can travel through time right and he comes through to warn something we're this is big spoilers yeah. we should have said spoilers no nah, it's top. not that it's it there's it's all over the fucking internet um but anyway but yeah what they did in the comics was because the flash is just i run so fast it's so <laughs> stupid and so limited yeah. they really had to do some stuff with it first he could punch like a spin his hand into a tornado and they're like this is, no, this is the wrong direction. Hey, that's going to look <laughs> dumb as fuck. <laughs> and also, there's a point in the Superman uh, uh, movie, in, in Batman versus Superman, mm. uh, where Superman runs really fast yeah. and fucks somebody up. Yeah. It's like, do not need fun. Yeah, yeah. Well, they did that with the comics, too. There's a comic book where it's a race. <laughs> Superman versus the Flash. Oh, yeah, I remember Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Anyway. Um, so... Uh, I don't know. Oh, so yeah. So with the comics, they Jesse they made he can run so fast he can bend time and alternate dimensions and alternate realities. Right? So he can get into dreams. yeah. They can get into some really fucked up like weird heady shit with the Flash comics now. It's actually pretty cool. And DC has done a good job, not necessarily of movie making, but of animated filmmaking. And there's one from two years ago called the Flashpoint Paradox. That's all about that, and it's fucking great. Sweet. So check that out if you want to get like kind of maybe feel like you might be interested in the Flash. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what the TV shows dove into now too. They're fucking all over the place with different Sweet. dimensions and stuff like that. I'm like, good for you guys. You're really leaning into that thing. Yeah. It's like they were like, oh, the movies don't want us. Well then, fuck you. <laughs> People like this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they really like. They really. Yeah, they really do. Like big. Did you guys yeah. mind that? Um, this is another Batman movie that delves into yet again the parents thing well being... you know you're going to you have to I don't know why no you don't I, have I, to but they're going to yeah he's a new Batman you've got to see his fucking parents. version of the but same thing why do you why can you not take it as red and why can you not through context clues go his parents died because somebody shot him because nothing there's nothing new brought to it other no. than it's like oh that's Harry Dean Morgan yeah. and uh, Lauren Cohen yeah oh they're getting shot in the face this time <laughs> 
and nothing new is brought to it. No. And those who don't know about it can literally just be told they got shot after a movie. Yeah. <laughs> what happened to your parents, Ben Affleck? They got shot after a movie. No. <laughs> That's all they needed to yeah, do. Totally unnecessary. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I just knew it was going to be there. I'm like, whatever, we're going to do this thing, fine. But I was just bored immediately. It's just, it, to me, and, and I haven't seen the movie, so I can't judge it. Maybe it works for me. I don't know. But it just does kind of feel like people were so upset about this about the the Spider-Man thing going back to the origin like two or three times. It's yeah. just like, man, well, yeah. there's been like six movies where this happened. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, it's, it's like fucking it, crazy, Every time man. someone mentions Batman in a movie, they have to show that scene. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. And nobody's done it better than Tim Burton. That was the best fucking uh, on-screen version of that. Of the... With the Joker, though? Yeah, see, that bums me out. Yeah. See, I didn't care. Yeah. I was like, really so bothered me. Yeah. I was like, no! See, I love <laughs> I love the hubris of Tim Burton going, I don't even give a fuck about comic books, <laughs> but I'm making a Batman movie. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know what's happening. It's nineteen. I love the hubris of Tim Burton being like, I don't care if it doesn't look good 10 years from now. Because <laughs> this movie is ugly as fuck. <laughs> oh, it's so beautiful in its ugliness. Yeah, pretty good. Um, um, so all in all, uh, it, I liked it more than Man of Steel. Uh, yeah, me too. And I liked Man of Steel. Sure. Yeah. No, I didn't really like that. <laughs> second viewing of that was... So I'll see what happens with my second viewing of this. Because when I watch Man of Steel, I'm like, I think I liked a lot about this. Mm-hmm. And I think I said the same things. Like, I liked the first hour. <laughs> yeah. You know? And then my second viewing was really hard to get yeah. through. I'm like, this movie's not very good. So we'll see what happens when I watch this a second time. Uh, which well, I will do. But I really like... I'm very hopeful for Batfleck movies that are coming my way. Uh... Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll reserve judgment. One mm-hmm. thing I will say, I don't want to leave uh, Jesse Eisenberg alone in the shittiest performance category. Right. Uh, I'm going to throw Amy Adams in that ring, too. And maybe uh, it's not necessarily her fault, but good Lord. I always remember Lois Lane being this really, like, kind of cool, hard edge, like... The you know the reporter who fucking gets the scoop kind of thing, yeah. and she gets all wrapped up with Superman because she's a real strong character who fucking just gets in there. And I find Amy Adams just plays her so boring. I was so boring. It's just a nothing character. Yeah, I think it's what's given to her. She's not really allowed to do anything. There's not much for her to do in, in these movies. You know, they gave Mar- Margot Kidder more to do. Uh, yeah, and she went crazy. Uh, <laughs> See, that's what happens. Maybe that's... You want Amy Adams to go crazy? <laughs> well, <laughs> yes, but yeah. n- no, I-, I just feel like she somebody with a lot. I-, I don't think, I think Amy Adams has a very understated thing. Yeah. And it's good. It's great in certain, uh, in certain things. Just somebody with a lot more charisma could have done this, could have nailed this better for yeah. my tastes anyway. Yeah. No, there's a lot of moxie with Lois for sure. Moxie. Yeah. Yeah, uh, huh. what a what a this is quite the film event though. This is really wrapped up should, in a million I think you things. Definitely see it. Yeah, check it out. Why not? Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, <laughs> nice strong. Point. Hey, check it out. Why not? <laughs> check it out. <laughs> well, we will find out if I think you should check it out. Well, hey, why not? Uh, <laughs> this movie, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. 1975, a TV adaptation of the campy 1960s Broadway musical about the Man of Steel, his friends, his enemies, and his self-image problems. Uh, It is a musical (laughs) with music by Charles Strauss, lyrics by Lee Adams, and a book by David Newman and Robert Benton, um, obviously based on Superman. Now, this was a Broadway Broadway play that was well-received. 
Uh, it was a, a Broadway play. This was a Broadway play, well received. They did a they did a record uh, that Matthew Price last time I talked to him he was like, I have the record. Um, th- oh, this man. was a very um, I don't know if it was like a big money maker hit, but it was very critically and 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 I do believe the audiences that did see it liked it. Um, and it was really campy. They they were really throwing back to the camp, throwing back to the humor, and so they decided that what they would do is they would make a television like a tv special adaptation of that musical they Mm -hmm. changed some things they changed some of the characters they i think they shuffled some of it up in the order and and obviously the way they present it because it's because it's a tv special not a play (laughs) but this was generally from what i read not as well received as as the play because it it lacked like the energy of something that a stage play could give yeah, you. Yeah. This this TV special is shot in a way where you expect there to be a live audience because mm-hmm. it's like sets and stuff. But then yeah. when there's, well, there's no audience, there's no audience. So when there's oh. jokes, there's like big pauses, but nobody's laughing. You think like maybe there should be a laugh track. <laughs> Um, <laughs> was that a debate? Like, should we put a laugh track? I don't in know, here? but uh, it seemed like they they could have just had a. They could have had like a, a, like a bunch of people, and it would have been fine. Uh-huh. The plot revolves, as Wikipedia says, around Superman's efforts to defeat Doctor Abner Sedgwick, a ten-time Nobel Prize losing scientist who seeks to avenge the scientific world's dismissal of his brilliance uh, by attempting to destroy the world's symbol of good, Superman. Uh, uh, sorry, j- just to go back to to Greg as our resident uh, mm-hmm. comics. No guy. idea. Yeah. No, no, nope. not a person. <laughs> not at all. a thing. This is so the uh, the way I can I see it is this is this is kind of taking like it, it seems like it's trying to do a Batman original television series thing where where it's super campy but it's also like in a 70s airplane style gag a minute like kind of thing yeah. but at the same time it, it because a lot of these characters are made up it doesn't feel like oh well you're just making up stupid stuff it feels like they're kind of making up characters in the vein of like the golden era stuff like oh these yeah. are just like wacky scientists and like and, yeah, and you know why? like mafia guys are trying to kill them and it and it it just seems like they're throwing back to that era instead of actually trying to adapt something it's like the, we have a character everyone knows and loves him here's a new adventure with like new villain and like it doesn't feel wrong to me it just feels weird so the villain was just <clears throat> what's his name dr what abner, abner sedgwick dr curious a b and yeah, this is only sedgwick. for this thing yeah. why would you do that why not well, what were they like? Oh, so Superman musical will do what? Lex Luthor, right? No, nah, no, nah, we needed something sexier, like a Nobel Prize doctor. <laughs> yeah, Doctor Abner, sexy like Abner. Abner. Uh, additionally, Superman comes into romantic conflict uh, with a columnist for the Daily Planet who who wants Lois Lane. So there's kind of like a, a and he he's like upset that Lois Lane likes Superman. So he, so he ends up teaming up with this guy to uh, destroy Superman. Uh, so there's that going on. There's also like a ma- mafia like hitmen that get like tangled up into this as well. Um, I will say this: this is poorly staged. Yeah. Um, the sets and the musical numbers are so slapdash. Uh-huh. The sets, <laughs> the sets are so slapdash. It's charming. Yeah. And the musical numbers are so slapdash. It's it's funny. Uh-huh. But it's kind of like, well, man, you guys cannot. Stage something like a Broadway musical. Like how long? How long does the joke extend for? Well, this is this is like the dance numbers. 
Like you, you, the music is actually pretty funny at times, and 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 apparently they updated some of the music for this special into like a kind of more of like a seventies pop funk kind of like vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is this sort of like somebody filmed the dress rehearsal, so everyone's like a seventy five? Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like there, there's people missing their marks and yeah. just like, and then they're just kind of like wandering around the room doing their dances, but it's kind of charming, and there, I laughed throughout. And there is kind of one or two or three little like joke setups that they just go back to over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. But I, like the the first like the first hour of this, I was just like I had this kind of on, and I'm mostly paying attention to it. And when I'm when it's not funny and it's boring, I'm not really paying attention to it. I'm just like this isn't good, but like I had some fun with it. Yeah. And and some of the jokes are pretty pretty funny. Like they keep doing this thing where Lois Lane like is never paying attention to um um bruce no yeah um not bruce um dr clark? abner no so, uh, <laughs> uh superman when he's not super clark clark. clark clark kent yeah so like every time he like goes to talk to her she's like oh what you're still here like <laughs> like it's and it i can't do it justice but the way they do it on on the show I feel like you did it pretty much like it's it. the way they do it the first, i thought leslie ann warren was here the first <laughs> the, really the first few times they do it it's it's like her performance totally sells this just like joke that they run into the ground but every time it sells it and they do a lot of like will superman make it out make it out of this alive we'll tune in for chapter three superman makes it out of this alive <laughs> and like ah, that's all right. and they do that kind of thing like six times like they, <laughs> they like cut right into the middle of the main bad guy song where he, he's singing about how he's gonna have his revenge and then he's like and i will have my and then they're like find out what he'll have after this in <laughs> chapter six revenge <laughs> and it's like pretty funny yeah that's all like, right the humor again i've been watching a lot of angie tribeca so that uh, it, it has i mean in tune with it, that. it it drags and by the end of it i kind of wanted it to be over there's a lot of songs but generally there were some laughs and i can't say for people that are interested in these kind of weird things not to watch it like there it was kind of this the worst thing about it is the staging the worst thing about it is all the musical numbers just they, they don't dazzle which is what a musical like this should do you and weren't, you weren't dazzled then i wasn't razzled or dazzled <laughs> <laughs> were you bedazzled <laughs> Um, some of the effects are kind of like charming in their low finest. Like there's a lot of like on screen little like lightning effects that they've like yeah. added in and and there's a lot of like cardboard doors that they bust through and yeah. you're just like, Ah, this is kinda charming. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> it, it, anything I've ever seen of this, it looks like his Superman suit doesn't really fit well. Mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's all right. And it and it does just that the, makes me want to see it. It sounds like laughing. To yeah, me. it totally, is. It's right? kind of like and and the, the 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 thing about the bad guy like having lost so many like attempts to get a Nobel Prize is actually pretty funny too. Um, it's just it, it's just charming at times. Yeah, and and if you're into this kind of weird um, cultural oddities, especially surrounding l- beloved characters like this, you definitely should give it a look. I think this thing gets more of a bad rep than it deserves because it is just like a lark. It's yeah. like they got together and this thing was popular on Broadway and they tried to adapt it. They didn't really do it well, but they're having a lark and some yeah. of the jokes work. Like you know, yeah, yeah. I might watch this. You should watch. It. <laughs> I might. I might like now that I know a lot about it and everything and basically the best jokes about it. I, I'll probably spend about twenty five minutes of it. And Skip be like, through it. Like all right. Like yeah, watch watch it for a bit and then the songs. 
some of them are pretty okay and and some of them have some like some of them have like garbage rhymes where they're just rhyming the same crap like over and over again and then some of them have funny rhymes where they're reaching in a funny way for a rhyme but it's not really the music that you'll stay for which is weird to say of a musical you'll stay for like you'll skip through the songs and get to the like the little bits that are kind of cute so yeah Mm -hmm. that's it it's a bird is a plane it's superman it's on youtube uh not great quality i i couldn't i can imagine there were some kids that saw this on tv and 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 enjoyed it and revisited every once in a while like remember when i want yeah like this is yeah it's not great but pretty funny great Mm -hmm. huh yeah. Huh. You gave us an album, I did. Greg. Uh-huh. Why don't you tell us about it? <laughs> okay. Uh, Why don't you tell us about it? I will do that. Mm-hmm. I uh, Again, I've been, uh, I, <laughs> it occurred to me a little while ago, just how much adult contemporary pop music or easy listening I listened to as a young boy for some fucking reason. Yeah. And uh, I started off with some Don Henley a couple weeks ago. I took a little break from it and gave you guys the Pretenders, but now yeah. we're back to it. With uh, an album that now I again I listened to that uh, Don Henley one was one that played in the family car a lot and I did have I, I listened I put it on in my room and I fucking was like this is really good yeah but this album the Steve Winwood back in the high life I listened to a fair amount when I was eleven years old thinking hey man this is pretty good and also I don't know how why I don't even know how he got into it because. With Don Henley, I at least knew he was in the Eagles, and I liked the Eagles when I was a little yeah. kid. Well, l- let me ask you this. Yeah. When you got into uh, Steve Winwood, yeah. were you already into Peter Gabriel? Uh, it's right around the same time. But right. Let see, me ask this... you this. Yeah. When you got into Steve Winwood, were you already into cocaine? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these are 11, were you 12... already offended by Lowland? Yeah. yeah, 11, 12 years old. Those are my coke years. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I just gotten off the pills and you know yeah anyway it was the eighties yeah you you know. uh, it was it was everywhere yeah you know it's just it was easy hanging out oh with yeah it was in every preschool yeah, every party in, I went to yeah. um yeah it was all dress chips yeah. and uh, <laughs> cocaine yeah, this is it would have been yeah eighty six I guess is when I because uh, that's when so came out by Peter Gabriel and I started down that road yeah. But listen, I'll, so I, I mean, a Peter Gabriel album. So is the one I listen to the least now. Of course, it's got still got a couple tracks on it I like, but uh, yeah. see, the older stuff, the artier stuff, is what I like. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Steve Winwood back in the high life. I was like, hey man, this is some good shit. <laughs> this is some good shit, man. That's what I'd say at my cocaine parties. Yeah. <laughs> you'd uh, you would blow uh, a fat rail. Yeah, yeah. And then you'd be like, <laughs> it was uh, one of those cassettes with the really long inlay. Yeah, you just, uh, yeah, yeah. Spread that fucker out yeah. and uh, throw your eight ball down. And it's like, listen, man, Steve's good Steve's shit. Still- <laughs> uh, I got the highlight right here. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, uh, I had never heard this album, and I didn't even realize. How do you not? I feel like I, we I, did this. We did this last week, where I said, like, "No, What's I feel on like that? we did this album." No, we did a roll with it. Yeah, roll time with it. That's what I've heard. Yeah. Okay, which then. is horrendous. Yeah, and I not, wonder not if like when we did it on time. Like minutes, this, I listened to this album. <laughs> um, I it wasn't until you guys sang Higher Love last mm-hmm. week to me that I remembered it mm-hmm. and, and was like, oh yeah, that's a right. song I remember. This album, I I listened to this album and all I can think about is like 
dads. <laughs> like my dad and every dad I knew growing up. I feel like it just it seems so because yeah. I'm pretty sure we had this on vinyl in our house. We had Rick Astley. We had yeah, yeah. Never Gonna Give You Up, that whole yeah. album in our house. We had a lot of shit that was just like 80s stuff. Yeah. Stuff yeah. from well, the 80s. Pe- people like Steve Winwood because yeah. this was like his big success. As a, well, not not his only one. Ark of a Diver mm-hmm. was kind of big too. But uh, like because he was, you know, uh, again, we talked about last week. He was in traffic and he was in, uh, uh, what do you call it there? Uh, traffic. Band. Traffic. God, my brain is broken. <laughs> Uh, but he was a big. He was in a couple bands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Traffic being his main thing, though, you know, and so everyone's kind of like waiting for him to to really pop off and be a huge hit because he was such a great singer and, and uh, a keyboard player. Um, Spencer Davis group. Yeah, yeah. Right. So yeah, so then this was his first like gigantic commercial success. Mm-hmm. Like he yeah. had a couple this of hits big. leading up to this, but not like this album. Like yeah. this album. This album. Um, pretty good shit, man. I, I'll I'll lay my cards yeah. out on the table. Uh, I, outside of a few moments on Higher Love, like that song a lot. I I like when I was listening to Higher Love. I'm just thinking, this is one of those cheesy '80s songs that I know is a piece of shit, but yeah. I don't care. It's no. fucking catchy, it's man. A good time. I it's don't really catchy. care. I don't care. That song is catchy as shit. <laughs> And then the rest of the album played, and I was like, fuck this shit. This sucks. <laughs> I, I have to say, Except I for think... maybe one, there was one other song that had like a good kind of beat to it and had yeah. that shitty 80s high-end high beat to it. And I was like, I can get into this one. But yeah. I think there's... Do you have the track list in front of you? No? No, no. I'm just looking... Like, I made some like some little points. Uh, Higher Love, I, I can't judge that song for what it is yeah. because it's too ingrained. When yeah, I hear yeah, yeah. it, I'm just like, oh, it just makes me want to play with He-Man characters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just... I don't like that it has that... The keyboard horn. Like the... I'm like, that's just a guy in a bag. Like, I picture like the least cool person in the world <laughs> with like a gross mustache and a pocket protector you're like bruh, 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 trying to be soulful <laughs> on like a fucking keyboard if somebody asked you to make a quintessential sound from the back half of the 80s it would be bip, bip, bip. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so so there's higher love but i can't listen to it like i'm like okay well this just brings me happy memories but yeah, yeah. if i just listen to this as a song this is god awful <laughs> Um, but then, you know, I, I kept kind of going, like, there's songs like Freedom Overspill. Yeah. Because I never spent any Overspill. time with this. So. <laughs> Freedom Overspill. <laughs> now, now that song's a great big fat person, isn't it? <laughs> or it's Jimmy Stewart. Um, Freedom Overspill. I was going to spit on myself if I didn't say it like that. That's why I said it. Freedom Overspill. Um, freedom over spill. All, all a, of these songs are are five minutes or longer. Yeah, long, man. Or five minutes. That's or a longer. very like um, sledgehammery kind of yeah. Peter Gabriel sound. Where I was like, ugh, this is his fault. Yep. Um, but I didn't. I I was like, this is an exceptional songwriting. By I don't know what the other song was that I like because I remember I got like the, half, finer things is real upbeat. Finer things. I was like, oh shit, I know this song yeah, too. Yeah, this yeah, yeah. Maybe it was yeah. finer yeah. things. Yeah. It was one of the songs had like a kind of like like when it started. I was just thinking like, oh, I'm gonna turn this off, and then like one of the songs came on. I was kind of like, all right, <laughs> hey, yeah. For, the, again, yeah. for the listener, I'm kind of doing a little head. All right, yeah, okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Break out another line. <laughs> yeah, okay. Now I gotta work tomorrow. This, this is the shit. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, back in the high life, yeah, that song really again. F- 
uh, uh, sorry, again. Again. Uh, that song really, I was like, oh, okay, I'm just in Don Henley again. <laughs> that was basically. I still yeah, like totally. that song. <laughs> I can't help it. I is feel it, like if there's a song that I had to choose the song I like the best, it would probably be Back in the High Life. But uh, <laughs> Higher Love, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I could, I'll, I'll probably listen to that song again before the end of the week. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Best of luck with it. Yeah. Uh, All right. Uh, what If you were going to uh, listen to one of these adult contemporary albums again, mm-hmm. would you take this or would you take Don Henley, The End of the Innocence? Oh, that's a good... That's a good... I feel like there was more... <laughs> Can I take highlights from each? Yeah, totally. I feel like there <laughs> and was, and then also not listen to that album I created. <laughs> I feel like there was more to unpack on the Steve on the um, Don uh, Henley, Henley album. Yeah, in a way that was more. I felt like once I heard the first two songs on here, it was business as usual. Right. Like yeah. they were all pretty similar. One was yeah. slow. One was fast. One was mid tempo. Because the all... first song is Higher Love, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the second song is very much like the Don Henley album. Yeah. Where the second song is so forgettable, yeah, that it feels <laughs> like it might just be, it might as well be called filler and saxophone. Yeah. yeah, at least Don Henley's album had like, don't do reggae, man. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> had, yeah. had moments where you're just like, what? Yeah, this yeah, was there just, were some yeah. really embarrassing. This moments. is a yeah. short album, at least. I mean, eight it's only like songs, eight tracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. they're all like a hundred years are long. long. They yeah. are long. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. Casey yeah. uh, Henley or uh, Winwood, where are you going? Oh, uh, Jesus. Oh, God, can I kill myself instead? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like there's no difference. Uh, like, which which one of uh, with these albums would you like playing at your funeral after you kill yourself? <laughs> I need all you love. Yes, this one. <laughs> hey, you just made the decision for me. Uh, Sweet. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, Dan Gorman, yep. you uh, lost uh, this past <laughs> week. It's your turn. Oh, man. I've got like a bunch written down here. I don't know what yeah. to do. What do you got? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Which one of these albums would I want to do cocaine to? <laughs> um, you Wait, know what? Now that, but now that I go back to it, I kind of want a New York Minute playing it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> because it's like, I remember like, oh, this is, wait, this is about a Wall Street guy that gets murdered? How did Was he Casey die? secretly a Wall Street guy? <laughs> um, I'll have my that, answer next week. That was the eulogy I had prepared for you. I was like, <laughs> how did this Wall Street guy die? <laughs> but uh, either way, folks, in a New York minute. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you guys uh, an element of control. Okay, um, I had a bunch of stuff picked, but two of what I picked is from the '80s. So let's stay in the '80s. Yeah, let's great. Let's say let's stay great. in the '80s. Do you want something a little bit more weird, a little bit more difficult, or do you want something less so? Do you want something that's a little bit more, more straight and narrow? Stra- not so, not so straight and narrow, but a little bit more more palpable <clears throat> p- potentially. <sighs> I'm kind of open either. I like a little Casey, weird. Casey, what are you thinking? I don't know. Well, we just went Don Henley next to Steve Winwood. <laughs> no, The Pretenders was in there, too. Yeah. Mm, let's go pretty. weird. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm giving you guys an album from 1982 called Sextet by a band called A Certain Ratio. Hmm. Uh, I've been on a real new wave, weird dance, right on, 80s kind of vibe. Uh, I made a whole. I made like a like a six hour or so or something playlist right now on Spotify called an, called Eighties Dance Party for people who don't dance, and it's just weird, 
80s music that's kind of danceable, like Talking you've been, Heads and you've stuff been on there. Yeah. Curating that for a while. Yes. So this is one of the bands I have stumbled upon. This album, uh, <laughs> this album has has some some slapping bass on it oh by friends. Yes. <laughs> oh god. Uh, and it is very weird. And it is right. so not danceable, but sort of danceable. They were kind of a, a funk punk weird band, but this is very atmospheric, but also super in a weird way catchy. And I, I've been listening to this album a lot and I really like it and I have no idea how you will react to it. So okay. I know I don't know what to think. At first I was thinking Oingo Boingo. No, this um, is like like there's almost no guitars on this album. Right. It's all bass and and vocals and weird kind of atmosphere yeah, cool, cool. So, I, cool. I, I really like this album um so I, i'm excited right, man, to see I'm what in. you guys think about it cool all right yes uh now we will roll uh-huh. so what are we rolling for this week <laughs> did we determine if that's findable it must be <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll tr- we can we can we'll say do our it best and do I our do best. I do know that it's available on Amazon. Okay, for okay, nine ninety five. Oh my oh, god! Jesus. Well, okay. fine. That's all right. Uh, you so, spend more buying a ticket. Okay, what would we be buying a ticket for? Uh, well, what's the winner? Let's start there. The winner, yeah. What would we be buying a ticket? Oh for? yeah, what's that called? All right. the The winner uh, this week is uh, the apparently by all reports phenomenal. Amazing, yeah, uh, midnight, midnight special. special right. Yeah. Starring Michael Shannon and yeah. more by yeah. the by the filmmaker who made uh, Shelter. What's it called? Take Shelter. Take Shelter and, and Mud. Mud. Sorry, mm-hmm. that's what I was thinking. And Mud. Those are mud. both terrific movies. And Mud and Take Shelter. Yeah. yeah. And Take Shelter. Mm-hmm. And Mud and Michael yeah. Shannon. Take Shelter. Yes. Mud. <laughs> Take Shelter. There's Mud. Yeah. <laughs> Get away from that mud. <laughs> it's raining mud. Mm-hmm. Um, Hallelujah. This this movie looks phenomenal. Uh, cannot wait to see yeah. this movie. It's got a crazy good cast, and again, it's Mud was a fucking up. super yeah. good movie. So. Yeah, um, so good. And I've been meaning to watch Take Shelter. I heard it was great. It is really, yeah. really yeah. good. Um, so you might think we have a theme up our sleeves. Nope. No. <laughs> Unless movies with titles that made Greg laugh <laughs> are a, a theme. <laughs> yeah. You found a, a movie that has a title that made you laugh on a list of movies that have funny titles. Right. Why don't you tell us It's a what title I don't ever want to say again. <laughs> no, and I was like, I don't know, I, I doubt we'll do this movie, but anytime I hear it out loud, I'm like, it's <laughs> <that's laughs> so horrible. Anytime Casey hears it out loud, he's like, yeah. It's so ugh. stupid. It's, t- I, ugh, it's just it so gross stupid. It is yeah, yeah. extremely anyway. low budget by yeah, all yeah, accounts. Yeah. This For looks sure. like some idiots made a movie. <laughs> yeah, and it looks it looks like it's trying to have a sense of humor yeah, by people which is always uncomfortable. who think rape is funny. Like it, it feels like oh, that man. kind of oh, thing. better not. I hope not. I can't handle that this, shit. like when we did when we gave Casey the coven yeah, like that looked like a movie. Yeah, this looks like no. people made a YouTube video that right. was an hour and a half long. Sorry, yeah. it looked like a movie before I saw the movie, and yeah. then I saw the movie, and it did not look like right. Oh, well, this movie's title is "Terror at Blood Fart Lake." <laughs> I can't even say Terror. it. Terror at Blood Fart Lake. At Blood Fart Lake. Blood Fart. Oh, stop saying it. <laughs> it has a sequel. It has a sequel. Return to Blood Fart Lake. <laughs> it has a sequel. Howard's End. <laughs> and and the sequel has a trailer, and that Howard's looks... End is full of blood farts. <laughs> <laughs> Howard's End is bleeding. <laughs> because of his blood farts. Farts of oh. blood. Oh, God ah. damn it. Who knows? Sophie's blood fart. 
Um, <laughs> Kramer versus Bloodfire. <laughs> we could do this. <laughs> I, am, I probably will. <laughs> oh, Five man. easy blood farts. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Keep going. Um, yeah. The, the tr- Batman the... Five, Superman Blood Farts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ton of blood farts. <laughs> um, the, the 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 sequel. The extra episode. For blood <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right, sorry. <laughs> oh, um, the trailer for the sequel looks awful, so they didn't improve upon the original from the looks of it. But the demand was there. But the demand, yeah. Oh, yeah. the demand. The box office uh, was Bafo. Yeah, yeah Bafo. So that movie will be available online to find. Oh yeah. Um, so uh, I will be in the uh, depths of Wisconsin. Yes. Over this uh, next few days. So I, if I win, I will do my best to see uh, Midnight Special, but there's only one theater yeah. in Dodgeville, Wisconsin, and it only plays one movie yeah. at a time. And if you can't see it, you can see whatever you want. And I'll, I'll do my best. that or, movie yeah. is bloodfarts.com. Yeah. Yeah, it's theaters. <laughs> I don't know why it's a one website. One night only. <laughs> it's a website now. <laughs> All right, Casey. Mm. Yes. Are you going to be farting blood, or are you going to be <laughs> midnight specialin? That's a zero. Oh, shit. <laughs> I better not be paying $10 for this thing. That's a five. <laughs> That's, That's a four. four. Right. Ah, blood farts. Looks like I'll be <laughs> farting blood for a week, fellas. Uh, like, oh man! Um, Great uh, for, for the listeners. Just so you know, I've been very lucky uh, that uh, m- my wife has found a, a super great job. Yeah, man. So I'm very lucky to have paternity leave for the next couple of months. That's so good. This blood fart uh, mountain, <laughs> return to blood fart mountain, <laughs> will be a movie I will be sharing with my yeah. one month old daughter. <laughs> and she's got to learn sometime. Oh, my, if, if kids don't learn about blood farts at home. Yeah, <clears throat> and she'll want to revisit it. <laughs> she'll want to revisit it for Mm-mm. forever, for yeah. years to come. Wonderful. Okay, Which, and, I know. whichever blood fart movie you can find, just watch that one. If, uh, yeah, <laughs> if, if you, you have to fart. watch an hour and a half of just videos called Blood Fart on YouTube that don't have anything to <laughs> do with this movie, you get in ninety-five minutes of blood farts. At least ninety-five minutes. <laughs> if you have to drink some sort of household uh, uh, cleaner. <laughs> And fart blood for 95 minutes. <laughs> Only fart, though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but my God. Please describe it when you get to the show. Apologies, Ooh. I coughed directly into the phone. <laughs> Apologies <laughs> for what we're talking about. Okay. Yeah. Segwaying along. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it time for. Speaking of blood parts. Yeah. Straight flesh. Mm. Good douche. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I forgot oh, about that. Oh, my God. It's funny. <laughs> um, I forgot uh, you did it. Shocker. Yeah. I forgot to watch it this week. Oh. Well, what? we'll tell you all about it then. I can imagine it is as bad as always. I just completely forgot. I didn't even remember until just now. Uh, <laughs> nope. It's great. Yeah. Really good. Thoughtful. Uh, <laughs> hilarious. Oh, man. Yeah, well performed. What's this one about? Um, Fuller this House, one is by the about. Way. Uh, yeah, Fuller House. We're, We're watching, watching Fuller this House. season for Straight Flush, homie. Oh, um, Straight Blood Fart, homie. Yeah. Uh, so this episode was about <laughs> uh, 
Well, it, it's <sighs> about something as much as any of the rest of them have been, which yeah. is very tangentially. Right. Um, this one's about a trumpet. Uh, yeah, okay, so you know the kid that you just want to set on fire? The yes. Most. That kid, uh, yeah, it's well, it's a sliding scale. Yeah. Uh, that kid has a trumpet recital, mm-hmm. um, and he's playing, it starts out he's playing his trumpet for uh, Stephanie. Yeah. And she's going like, oh, you're so good at trumpet you're gonna you're gonna be so good and he's like but i'm so nervous and precocious and adorable (laughs) Uh, and she's like well look i'll give you my special magic uh scarf and it'll make sure that you do good at the trumpet recital and he says something adorable yeah um and then oh god there's a b plot (laughs) yeah i'm trying to remember what that was oh you know what the b plot is is that uh kimmy gibbler is oh, trying to set up right. um Deej. Jesus Christ, something just happened. Uh yeah, okay. Uh, sorry. We're not gonna die. No. Uh we're yeah, okay. trying to set up DJ Tanner with a uh, uh online sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Greg. Was Deej. I not taking the familiar? Dune Deej Deej Tanner. Dune taking old potpourri. Um uh, yeah, so she's trying to set her up with an online date, right? Uh, by saying that she's like a neurosurgeon and a Victoria's Secret model, right? Because it's very funny, really, really funny. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, but also, her toilet's broken. <laughs> Add in the plot twist: her toilet's broken. Uh, yeah, because Kimmy Gibbler's idiot daughter, who also, you know. If, as long as we're kicking kids in the face, <laughs> yeah, let's save one for her. I don't know if she's the worst. It's her or the trumpet kid. Yeah, I don't know, man. So yeah. bad. Yeah, let's just let's euthanize them all. Yeah. Uh, so she's gonna babysit the youngest kid, and she flushes a, uh, a diaper down the toilet, and right. breaks the toilet. Right. Um, meanwhile, Stephanie is like she's just getting into the whole being a uh, with the kids and stuff yeah. like that. And then she gets an offer from her uh, terrible British friend, <laughs> who is ugh, equally annoying, yep. who says, Oh, we got tickets to go to Coachella. <laughs> oh, I'm British, I am. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go to Coachella, British. Uh, so Stephanie's like, sweet, let's go to Coachella. So they go to Coachella. But wouldn't you know it, she doesn't give her magic scarf to Trumpet Kid. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> That's the plot. Yeah. Uh, oh God. Yeah. Then some other stuff happens. Anyway, I guess she's backstage at Coachella. <laughs> right. Which even if I had, I, I've been to Coachella once. Uh-huh. Even if I hadn't have been to Coachella, and now I wasn't invited backstage for no. anything, I bet it didn't look like this. No. <laughs> um, but she's backstage, and she's DJ Tanner. Now keep in mind that she's a drug-addled party dude. Right. Um, and she's backstage, <laughs> and, uh, you know, one of the DJs breaks his arm or something <laughs> and can't play the DJ thing. Meanwhile, when she's up there, all she's just standing in front of a MacBook. Yeah. Which, granted, that is what DJs do. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so he, he breaks his arm and can't go on. So somebody sees that she's in the crowd and is like, oh, DJ Tanner, why don't you play Coachella? So she does. Yeah. Oh, this sounds terrible. And then, but then the the, the idiot kid has to do his trumpet uh, concert. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, 
He's like, oh, I don't have my magic scarf. I hate everything and stuff. And so they Skype call um, Stephanie, who is on stage pressing buttons on her MacBook at for Coachella. Coachella. And honestly, if you're mis- if you're at Coachella playing Coachella by accident, yeah. that kid can go fuck himself. <laughs> Does she have uh, Wi-Fi on the stage? Uh, I guess so, because yeah, she, she answers the call. plugged into the board. She answers the call, and she's like, oh, man, no. And then she's like, play your trumpet for the camera, and I'll hook it. She hooks it up to the screens of Coachella, and so yeah. he plays his trumpet for... Uh. <laughs> and then they go like, well, you just played Coachella. If you can play Coachella, you can play the talent contest. Not for free. Uh, yeah, yeah exactly. I played Coachella. Get a fucking agent now. You yeah. played Coachella. That's right. This is and stupid. Like, yeah, yes, it's really stupid. And I was like, God, where is the guest appearance? Yeah, the, no, no guest appearance. I, no, no, no guest appearance. And that's what's happening now. Is I'm watching the show and I'm starting to. I'm begging for Bob Saget to show up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's not a. Uh, yeah. It's it's a Never. real bummer. And and okay, so. Uh, because the toilet's broken, right? And uh, right. Kimmy's looking for a date for DJ. Yeah. Right? How are these two things going to converge? Well, they do. Right. Where she finds her a date, like Kimmy finds her a date and goes, "Hey, come over," but you can't meet your date yet or whatever. Mm-hmm. So he comes over, and then uh, DJ Tanner thinks he's the plumber. Yeah. And he thinks he's going to have a date with her. Deej. So I'm like, with Deej. Deej. <laughs> Deej. Deej. Um, so I'm like, okay, there's going to be some clumsy sexual plumber or sex innuendos yeah. here. And there were. Yeah. But none that were were as embarrassing as I, was, I, I would hope there no. would be. I was like, there's going to be some weird clogged toilet vagina references <laughs> that are going to happen. What? Uh <laughs> Believe me, had you seen the episode, you would know exactly what I'm talking about. But unfortunately, they cut it off just before the yeah, get started to getting that. gross. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then uh, and then Kimmy Gibbler ends up dating a fat plumber or something. Right. And then oh, and then it gets oh. <laughs> then it gets awesome. Yeah, so Stephanie comes home from playing Coachella. Yeah. And she's like, oh, man, I just missed you guys and stuff. And this show's all light and stupid and fuller house, right? Yeah, th- there's nothing poignant about the show. The most poignant it's gotten was a fucking Christian douchebag telling uh, an idiot how to raise her kids. Yeah. So she's like, oh, man, I'm so glad I'm home with you guys. And then she's sad for a second. And you're watching this dumb light show. <laughs> and, like, Deej is like, what's the matter, Stephanie? And she's like, I can't have children. <laughs> she just fucking boom <laughs> silence is, oh. and she's crying and that and suddenly everyone's crying and it's like they just fucking threw this in at the end it was yeah. like oh well it's nice that you're home with your family yeah by the way i'm barren i can't have kids jesus it it's it hasn't been foreshadowed or no. anything throughout the show. And it's like a you're like what in the fuck all oh, bummer and stuff. And then uh, Kimmy comes in and acts like a chicken, and the show's over. This this will cheer you up. I feel like chicken tonight. <laughs> Here's a reference for you. Oh, uh, no, but but I just know what they're doing too. Is that it's like okay, they're just this is just. For, or they're just setting up for like the end of season one or or middle of season two where she suddenly gets pregnant. And it's a Christian miracle. It's a Christian fucking miracle <laughs> because Cameron... Uh, uh, Candace, Candace Cameron. Um, Kirk Cameron. 
Candace, yeah. uh, is a fucking gross. And not that all Christians are gross. No. She's just a very gross yeah. Christian. I've seen The View. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I watched some today. Yeah. Today. Did you see today? Uh, well, I actually saw yesterday. How much today. of this do you guys want? Uh, Listen, you know what? Did you I, see? I, okay, were they talking about yoga today? Was I it, saw was that. It that. Yeah, yeah. That really weirded that. me out a little bit. <laughs> Listen, I will put on the view. I like the format. I, I like shows where people are just like let's talk, and they get into some fucking arguments. Man, they do. I'll, they I'll do. watch they some do. arguments. Yeah, why not? Yeah, today, <laughs> and they, were, they were all the the, the she. Okay, so uh, the school brought in some yoga. Yeah, for the kids, and to they do. say namaste. And, yeah, and, and, stuff and, and she's like, I'm just like a little weirded out that they're doing like the chanting and stuff like that. I think we said no religion in schools, so I don't understand yeah. why this is. I'm like. Holy fucking shit, lady. Hold on, hold on, hold on, though. Is she against the Lord's Prayer in schools? I think if the Lord's Prayer was in school, I think she has said in the past. She some other way to hate it. I think she has said in the past that she would be fine with that. And it was one of those things where it was like, you can't have it both ways, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so it was just very weird. I've I've had, I have gotten into, I got into, I've gotten into some arguments quite recently with family members over that like no it's a public school you yeah. can't say they're like they should be saying the lord's prayer and i'm like it's a no, public school that's fucked up exactly <laughs> i don't think that they should be saying anything connected to yeah. any religion yeah. it's fine do yoga yoga is not necessarily an inherently like it can't the, the it, yeah. um the athleticism or uh or um, aerobic activity of mm-hmm. it can be separated from anything mm-hmm. you know spiritual about yeah. it. Yes, technically. Yes, fine. Do that. I've gone to yoga. I didn't yeah. have a religious experience. Yeah, I was like, this room's too hot. I'm dizzy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jesus. <laughs> I blamed him. Yeah, and then Raven was like laying down some truth. Yeah, and that's I was like, the, see, that's what you know. That show is crazy. Where Raven Simone yeah. is the voice of reason. I know. I don't know what Raven Simone. Last I checked, she was so adorable. Raven. That's so Raven. Yeah. I don't even know what that means. Yeah, I don't either. I'm not sure. All I know of that is that it's a Zach Galifianakis <laughs> bitch now. <laughs> yeah. That's all I know. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, Candace Cameron. Well, I, don't I care. think the big scoop here is that you guys both watch The View. I feel like I should get now that I'm like a yeah, stay at home dad. You for need a some bit, cable, buddy. maybe I should get cable. Yes, guy, or hack hack yourself some uh, Hulu like me. Yeah, how else are you gonna watch The Feud? Yeah, uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> nope. nope. I will watch. Uh, uh, I will watch anything else. I will not watch Steve Harvey. Oh, the View. I've been watching things that hiss a mouse. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Na- naked grandma, naked grandma. <laughs> I uh, okay. <laughs> I feel like context could have really helped. What no, everyone knows here. what's up. Everyone oh, knows really? the famous yeah. YouTube sure. naked grandma clip. Come on, things right. that hiss a mouse. Yeah, if you want, that was some... for the steel. Yeah, you want cat the... was not on the board yet. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> There's some good, uh, good, good feud clips on. on oh YouTube. yeah, pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I will take Richard Carn. Thank you. <laughs> what, very much. what have you been watching? You said. Oh, mm. I've been watching an awful uh, lot, like almost all of uh, comedians in yeah, coffee cars having cars. Oh man, uh, great show. Oh my god, I don't know why I didn't watch it before. It's yeah, great. That's Jesus like right up your Christ, alley, dude. It is fucking it's first of all it's as close as jerry seinfeld's ever going to get to having a podcast yeah uh and it is first of all 
I love cars way more than I thought I did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like, he really. I don't mind a car guy at all, but he picks cars that I'm like, oh, oh god. There was a fucking BMW on there that I'm like, I would sell both of you. I like the mm-hmm. weird. Like the, there was the thread. one where he like broke. He like could pulled. you sell us for a BMW? I wonder how much yeah. I could get for you two. <laughs> <laughs> like a vintage BMW? I don't know. Hmm. Also, are you mine to sell? <laughs> how would I go about that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, there's some cars on there where I think. Uh, yeah. I like the weird, old, cool ones. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Which is like 90% of them. Yeah. yeah. But uh, it was the, it was the Gary Shandling one, the mm-hmm. Gary Shandling episode, that made me start watching it. Yeah. And weirdly enough, the Gary Shandling episode is yeah. called It's So Nice That Gary Shandling Is Still Alive. Yeah. yeah. What a bummer. Did uh, have you seen the one where the car that he gets into doesn't have turn signals? It has little like flags that come up on the left and the right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I feel like it's an original Beetle or yeah, something like cool. that. It's, uh, it's cool. It's cool shit. Or maybe it was the Volvo. Yeah. I can't remember. Anyway, yep. yeah, good stuff. They're it's... all great, but I refuse to watch the Steve Harvey one because fuck that guy. It's yeah. actually you should watch that one. It's sort of interesting. Oh really? Yeah. Because uh, Seinfeld gets to a point where he's talking about, don't you just fucking hate the audience sometimes? And Steve's just kind of like, he's very much a PR guy. Yeah. Like, his yeah. whole thing is this machine he's building in this empire. And he's like, That's just so, everyone's just so stupid. He's just like, he'll hate to get some truth out there. I'm like, I don't think you should be saying this, Steve, with the brand you're trying to build here. It's, fa- it's fairly interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I am sorry I missed this episode of Fuller House. It sounds insufferable. Yeah, but then yeah, they got uh, everything got intense at the end there. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we'll see that through through line through the season. Then, I, I think guess. so. Yeah, where is the guest appearance? I know they gave <sighs> up on him. Yeah, maybe the rest of them saw the show and went, "Oh fuck, no, no thanks." No, who's because... the rest of them? They've all Saget. Been on, I don't right? know. Saget's not. He's only been on the first one. Yeah. But Stamos went on like a late the late night show and was like, these critics don't know nothing. Yeah. It's a good show. It's really great. It's the shit. Give me that line of coke. <laughs> Which is awesome because in five years he's gonna he'll go on that very same show and go, Yeah, I knew it was a piece of shit, but I mean, I do a lot of coke and I my whole my date coke all day and blood farts all night. <laughs> <laughs> I went down to that lake. <laughs> I went down to Blood Fart Lake to do some coke. <laughs> to do some yoga. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Uh, yep. Well, non religious yoga. I think yeah. that's our episode. Yeah, I think so. Thank you for listening. Uh, Are we at the three hour we're mark? We're at the three yet? and a half hour mark here. About <laughs> to pass out. Yeah. Uh, email us at info at Monitor Superior with your feedback for the show. Rate and review us on iTunes and uh, follow us everywhere else on the internet. SYNWPC on Facebook and Twitter. We will see you all next Wednesday. Goodbye, Internet. Mm -hmm. Blood fart. (laughs) There's a blood fart at the end End of of Safe Haven. This has been a presentation of the Modern Superior Media Network. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out for a chance to win the French Open title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV, live in HD. Don't miss a moment with daily live coverage and match replays on demand, beginning Monday, May 20th. 
Be there for all the unforgettable moments. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.